0: Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 297. Hopefully you guys have had an amazing Thursday. We've got a pleasure for our guest uh, uh a pleasure for a guest tonight. We're one of our own members. You've seen him in chat uh many many nights. Well, uh, you know him by Unlucky 19896, but Hello, Mike. How are you doing tonight? You want to tell us how you're doing and uh, where we can uh, hook up with you if we want to find you? And uh, how you doing, brother? Thank you for coming.
1: I'm doing all right tonight. Like I said, I've been looking forward to this. It's it's an honor to be on your show. Uh, you know, I don't get to... Lately, I don't get to do much with the COVID thing. And we're all stuck in the house, you know? You know, that's how I kind of found you, you know? It's, it's interesting enough that that's how I found you is... is uh you know, I was kind of having like a little panic attack, you know. And I was like, "What can I find live on uh, YouTube?" You know. And I came across you, you know. And I was like, "These are my type of people." You know, this is perfect for me. You know what I'm saying? So I kicked it. Everybody was real friendly right off the bat, real, real welcoming. And I was like, "Wow, this is this is this is great. This is this is where I want to be. This is what I want to check out. This is, you know, it's 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 a lifestyle too. You know, smoking." smoking you know i've been smoking a long long time i've been smoking geez pretty much all my life been smoking since i've been about 12 uh when i when i found cannabis when i found it it was like you know I, i said this is how people must feel you know normally the way it made me feel i said this is how regular people must feel because i was an unhappy person my father was murdered when i was a kid you know i was three i'm going on four when he was murdered and that shit blew my mind, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, for a lot of time, I was fucked up about it. But then, like I said, I found, I found weed, cannabis, and it changed my world, you know. It gave me a, a brighter look on life, you know. It, it started a brighter look on my life, you know. And, uh, you know, get up and going, and weed was a big part of my life. And then I got a job. And they told me I couldn't smoke weed no more if I wanted to keep the job. So I had to quit smoking pot for a little while. And then I was about 24, I was a city sanitation worker. And uh, the guy was playing games with the truck. I was going down the side of it. And he, uh, he, you know, anybody knows anything about commercial vehicle breaking brake on the, on the, uh, I was holding the parking brake and revving the engine and he snapped the parking brake. And the truck went like this, and I, I fell off. And I was run over by the by the dual tandems. I went under them, you know, lost a piece of my pelvis. My my whole leg, my entire leg. It was a little messed up. You know, I was on I was in a coma for five months. I was on life support. Uh, you know, I I almost died. Like, I can't even tell you. That's why unlucky is such a, you know, YouTube gave me that name. And I'm such a lucky motherfucker to be here because I can't see. You know, I bled out. You know, I lost all my blood. You know, I can't even tell you what happened to me. So, you know, it was so much, you know. And then I had my leg for a good year. You know, a good year I had my leg. And then they cut it off after a year. And like I said, they took a, even a piece of my pelvis. And uh, I, had, I had gangrene, you know. So I had no choice but to cut it off, you know? And uh, I'll tell you, my uh, girlfriend used to bring me high times when I was in the hospital, you know? And that's like, I always always would be like, yo, I can't wait till I get out of here. You know, I always look forward to smoking pot. It was like, when I get out of here, I'm going to smoke weed. The first thing I'm doing is buying weed. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the weed thing, you know? That's how I... Started my love affair back with weed. I I finally got out one day, you know. Actually, I went to Boston and I started smoking weed when I was back in Boston because they sent me there for physical therapy. So I was living in Boston for a year. And then, uh, you know, eventually you get out of there and then I come home to New York, where I'm from. Now I'm wheelchair bound, which is a tough gig. But I tell you, I couldn't make it without pot. I tell you, I say it all the time. I, I mean... I don't know what I would do without marijuana. It's it's such a strong part of my life, you know. And and I don't like calling it marijuana either. I like to call it cannabis personally, but for everybody, you know. For everybody to know yeah, I I, I love my cannabis. It's it's been a rough road, but you know, we get here. We all get here. You know, somehow or another, right? Wake up one day, and you're like, Holy shit, I'm I'm looking at fifty, you know? It's like, holy shit, how did I get here? You know? It's a it's a cool life though, you know what I'm saying? Everything.
0: I think that all the time. How they get to how they come by? How they go by this fast? (laughs) How they go by this? Oh
1: oh my God! That's what I say all the time. And then you have kids around you. Forget it. If you have some sort of kids around you, it makes the time even. You could see the time in the child. Like you know, I see my nephew all the time. And how fast he's growing it's like holy shit this fucking you know seven years eight years have gone by and it's like wow you know it's like a blink of an eye it's like a blink of an eye and here we are you know and here we are it's, but you know hey that's why the unlucky name's so funny because i'm a lucky motherfucker to be
2: honest with you.
1: i feel i've been blessed you know i've been i've been lucky i've been very lucky
0: that's. I'm glad to hear that. I'm so glad to hear. It. I can't believe, to be honest with you, by some weird fate that YouTube dealt you the name Unlucky, because honestly, <laughs> I seriously, when when I initially seen the name, I just thought, ah, this guy's funny. He just kind of playing off, like you say, you know, is every day just bad some people had bad karma some people had bad karma and then you came on with at christmas there and you kind of told a little bit of your story there and i was like i kind of related it i thought maybe it was related to your injury there you know what i mean you were just kind of playing off that and uh then to find out that YouTube had just kind of threw you that name. Exactly, like, bro.
1: And I kept that's... it. I was like, hey, this is this a coincidence?
0: Yeah. That's pretty you wild. Know? That's really uh, wild. Uh, yeah.
1: But... It, it is. And uh, the 80s were, so it's 19, what is it? One nine eight six one ninety eight nine six, nineteen eighty nine 1989 was a great fucking year. 86 is a great year, too. I smoked some of the best cannabis between them years. <laughs> you know? That's when they had Thai weed and good skunk and... You know all the good shit. You know so back when tell us uh, about when 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 I was tell a kid us a growing bit about up
0: those days.
1: Yeah, you know when I was a kid growing up. That's exactly. You know they make it like oh the sky's gonna fall. They're selling pot and you know in stores in California and this and that. When I was a kid, uh, Jimmy Carter just came out of presidency, but he was really for cannabis. He wanted to legalize cannabis. You know, so New York was very, very open about cannabis. There was, we bought weed in all kinds of stores. I, there was, the health food store was my favorite. They had the shoe store, a bunch of record shops, health food store. They had the beauty salon, the, the beef patty store, just, you know, a bunch of different stores, the bodega, you had the red door. You had a bunch of places that we used to buy weed from, uh, you know, it, it made it seem, you know, as a kid, it seemed to legitimize it. Like, hey, I'm going in a store. I'm not buying, like, I started buying bags of seeds off the streets when I was a kid. They used to sell us bags of seeds, actually. It wasn't weed. You had to pick the seeds out to get any weed out of it, you know? So it was bags of seeds, you know? And uh, to think about all them seeds I threw away, you know, it. it and then, you know, progressively, I found better weed. Like, not for nothing. When I found Indica, the guy said Indica. He said he said no skunk, Indica. He was a Jamaican guy, right? And uh when I smoked that Indica man, it changed my life. I said, Where you know, I haven't smoking weed Mexican and Colombian, I guess, because it was what was available. But when I smoked Indica, the guy said it was Indica, it was the best weed I ever smoked in my life. I said, you know, if this wasn't a precursor to OG Kush, I'd be lying. You know, I wish I had some of the seeds that were this Indica when I was a kid that we used to get. It was just called Indica. And they had it for a long time too. They had it for years and years. I smoked that shit for years. The only thing better than that was Thai, you know? that was the only thing better than that. And the little pieces you to fall on our shirts and burn holes in our shirts, cause it was like pressed. These poor people, if they had to deal with press today, man, they cry. They don't know, you know, we smoked press like it was a good thing. Hey, man, this press is great. You got to check this out, you know. This pellet came out of somebody's ass, and we're, you know, straight from Jamaica, you know. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, you can't appreciate, like, I, that's why I always appreciated good weed, because we didn't see a picture. We just got to smoke it. You know what I'm saying? And it was all in the, in the smoke. Not what it looked like. Maybe a little bit what it smelled like, though, but not what it looked like. You couldn't judge it by what it looked like, you know? So, you know, all these stores we used to go to as a kid, it really legitimized it for me. I mean, uh, you know, no, nobody else in my family really smoked pot. So they used to really ride me about it, you know, really ride me about it. And the first time I seen a Philly Blunt was in 1987, I think. I was about 15. And uh, it was the first time I ever seen a Philly Blunt, somebody smoke a Blunt. Now, I've been smoking weed, but I didn't know nothing about Blunts. I don't know, who, you know I don't smoke Blunts no more. But as a kid, it was, it was a big deal. It was like, oh, wow, you know, this is, this is something new, you know. And we all gravitated to that, you know. Now they call these things grabberleaves. We called them Fonto leaves when we were kids. We used to get them at the Jamaican store. Fonto leaves, you know? And, uh, you know, they they change everything. I guess everything changes, huh? I'm getting old. That's what it is.
0: (laughs) It's unavoidable. It's unavoidable, to be honest with you. I just keep doing what I'm doing and fucking... They'll hit it. They hit it. (laughs) They'll hit the joint or whatever the fuck they want to call it. They'll hit it.
1: I don't get right. to see the uh the the writing. I don't get to see it in here in Zoom. I I can't see nobody writing or anything. So just to say, I, you, you know, have to bring
0: you up. Uh, you either have to bring it up. Uh, are you on a computer or are you on your? No,
1: phone? No, I'm on my phone. I was on my phone. It's the only thing I figure out, man, is there a way to do it? I don't want to hang up. So all right, I can't read. I'll tell you right it's now, fun. I can't
0: read nothing. So you did. What's that? You'd have to probably do it on another device. It doesn't work out oh. too well on a phone. Maybe
1: Choosing I can open my computer in idea. the background. I'll tell you what, I can open well, my can computer do- in the background. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: There I you think go. That, that, that would help. Just pause yeah, the video. i have
1: to yell at my... So, you know, I mean, it really legitimized smoking weed for me. You know, it really made a difference that we used to go into a store. And then, you know, Rudy Giuliani came along and he changed New York. He wiped it out, man. He wiped out the peep shows. He wiped out the hookers. He wiped out the weed. He wiped out everything, man. I mean, he changed New York. He shook it up when he came to town. You know, I mean, oh, man, I had some of the best days, man, down in Times Square when I was, like, 16. Trooping the Deuce, man, we used to call it. They had so many peep shows. You know, they had all the peep shows, and the pimps were out there, and the girls, and the hustlers, and... You know, I mean, it was a good time. It was, it was, it was a really good time. I feel bad for the kids today. They don't know what a good time is. You know what I'm saying? We used to stay out till seven in the morning, going to clubs in the city, and they didn't close till seven in the morning. The clubs, you know, the Palladium, the Limelight, all these places we used to go. You know, as a kid, they, they stayed open till seven in the morning. I had a fast life, you know, living in the city. You know, so close. I'm like, right, I'm, I'm actually right outside the Bronx, the Bronx, and I'm right here. So it's it's twenty minutes to Manhattan for me. So, you know, so the, the weed in the stores, and then eventually, eventually, something new come onto the scene, which was hydro. You know, like I mean, you would see kind bud, but not even really that much. Hydro was like the next big thing around here. You seen hydro? It was like a skunk, and it was always dry and crappy, you know. But and that was the first time I seen it sold by the gram. You know, we had to go up and build. And, and then it was the haze, was the next big thing. Everybody loved the haze, the piff. You know, which was a big thing. When around 2000, I used to get this weed. It was called pepperheads. You ever hear of it, pepperheads?
0: No, no. Yeah, it was called. You, know, you,
1: you want to talk about pepperheads? Matter of fact, I got the little blue coffins. They used to come in little blue coffins. They used to call them coffins, and they were blue. And it was like, it must have been like a Colombian kind of haze. It was like big, fat calyxes. It was, it, was, it was so good. It, was so, it had like a peppery smell to it. It was fired, Oh, boy. Put you on your ass. Put you on your ass. Yeah, that lasted a little while. And the purple haze was there. And, you know, of course, the psychedelics when I was a kid, they had the, the mescaline, the, the, you know, purple haze double barrel hits of mescaline and shit like that when I was a kid. And. We rock and roll, you know, but I wasn't big for concerts and stuff like that. A lot of people like to go to concerts. I wasn't big on that. You know, I feel like I missed something. I hear these guys talk about because I, I mean, I could have went to see uh, all those concerts with uh, Grateful Dead and, you know, and uh second, the second, uh, what the hell, Woodstock. You know, I turned that down, too. I didn't want to go to that either. And, you know, I mean, so my life has been, like I said, I'm a lucky guy, if you ask me, you know, I've done well for myself, you know, I haven't, you know, I still got my head above water enough, you know, I can say less for a lot of other people, you know, you know, I mean, life is good. Like I said, life is really good. You know, you put me behind a tough act like Tim. I have to follow a tough act like Tim. So I really got my work cut out for me tonight because, but I want to talk about some stuff he was talking about too.
2: Well,
0: you know, know, it's whatever you want it to be. It's not necessarily. All right.
1: Perfect. So, so last night, well, last night he was talking about mushrooms, (laughs) you know, he was talking, he was talking about magic mushrooms, you know, and I've had my share of magic mushrooms and, uh, when I was in Jamaica, I took some, and they were, it was the greatest trip of my life. I had a great trip. And then two years ago, maybe I took them, I took like a hero dose, like you'd call a hero dose, you know? And uh, I swore the next day when I woke up, like I was never going to be right again. I was like, my head is completely blown. My mind is blown. I don't think I'm going to be right, you know? I said, I don't think I'm going to be right. Even though I had a great, you know, great time. end. Totally, I got cold and I had a bad trip.
2: <laughs>
1: we were out at like a campground and shit, you know, and it was it was a good time though, you know I mean, so i I still fuck around, with, but I, not no more, I don't think I'm going to do psychedelics no more. I think that was it for me. That was my last try. I can't say that next time it won't be seven grams, you know, or it was wet, so it was 70, is that right? It equals that equals seven.
0: Uh, I'm not sure what the wet... It's usually less if it's wet. It's like seven would probably be closer to like... No, no, three, it was
1: 70. Wet. It was I thought it was like 70. Oh, 70 wet? Yeah, 70 wet. Holy
0: shit. Yeah, that's yeah. a
1: lot. Yeah, that's what it was. Wet. And I'm telling you, man, the fire danced all night. I couldn't stop laughing. And then you know what? These guys were staring at me. I couldn't stop laughing. And I said, I feel like that guy who's invited. I said, you know why I'm laughing? Because they want to know why I was laughing. I said, I feel like that guy that doesn't get invited to the party, but shows up anyway. <laughs> you know, and I, I just couldn't stop laughing about it. You know what I'm saying? So, so they, 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 they were, I, I think they were kind of mad because they thought I was laughing at them. I couldn't stop laughing. I just couldn't fucking stop. (laughs) So, you know, uh, psychedelics, I think I'm going to lay off a little bit, you know. And uh, he was talking about that uh, meeting our extraterrestrial family, right? You know, I have some theories about this extraterrestrial shit. So tomorrow, let's say tomorrow, right? a vehicle comes out of the sky with a different propulsion system than we ever laid eyes on, right? They land, the doors open up, and who comes out but a mirror image of ourselves? Right? A mirror image of of ourselves. Now, where do you think these people came from? Because they came from the sky.
0: They would probably be from another dimension, I would I
1: Well, guess. yeah, we would, you'd probably think they were aliens, right? They were aliens. But what if, like Orson Welles with War the Worlds, he had people jumping out of the windows? Our government isn't too far from pulling hoaxes on us, you know? So let's say, because they're the ones that are showing all of a sudden the videos and this and that, right? So, so many people would believe that they're aliens, it would be easy to sell But then it's also, what if, what if, because the United Nations puts on their flag, on their flag, a picture of the flat earth. Why would the United Nations flag have the flat earth picture on?
0: And I, you know, it's kind of funny that uh, you bring that up. Well, I had a friend of mine today, 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 send me pictures of a UFO he caught. In his fucking backyard.
1: Yeah, I, I listen, I believe all about that shit. But you want to know what I'm thinking? Let me let me explain what I'm thinking. See, I'm going to get there. All right. They say the Antarctic is really like an ice wall. You know, the Bible talks about the firmament, in the infinitive plane. Because, you know, sometimes I wonder the Earth is flat and they're bullshitting us. Nice, nice. I... I I believe you, you know, I, I don't doubt this at all, but
2: what hey, look is, at this right? one close what, up? It's hard to see is, in, the, wait,
0: in this more. You can see like three windows up in there and that on the top of that one. If you're, it looks like a disc to me.
1: It looks like a disc to me, what they would call a UFO yeah, or what they explain. But you see, they've already implanted in our minds what a UFO looks like. You understand what I'm saying? They've already sold that to us. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, so let's say the earth is flat. Let's say they lied to us all these years and the earth is flat, right? And the Antarctica is an ice wall, right? But outside the ice wall, there's more land. Like this ancient map that supposedly floats around, right? There's a map that supposedly floats around that shows that. I mean, you can find it on YouTube. It's here. So what if these people are really watch, like the watchers? You know, they're from the outside of the ice wall. They're no different than you and me, but they're from outside the ice wall. They have more technology than maybe we we know, because, like, they're always, like, old found new technology or whatever, refound technology. We can't go to the moon because we lost the technology. They're so full of shit. So I wonder, you know, because, like I said, we, we as human beings can be easily fooled and manipulated. They understand the mind. And, and and like I said, Orson Welles had people jumping out the windows because they really thought we were under attack. So it's starting to seem to me that they have something in play they're going to play us with. They're going to, you know, yes, they, they're going to show us their aliens. You know what I'm saying? They're going to show us their aliens. Because listen, not for nothing, Admiral Byrd went to to the Antarctica, he got his ass handed to him and came limping back, you know? So there's certain, see like, you know, there's certain sayings that exist in this world and nobody knows, like the one that always boggles my mind is if you knew the truth, you couldn't handle the truth. And that's why you don't know the truth. And it makes me say exactly, exactly why they fucking feed us bullshit, you know? But the the flag is. Why would the United Nations have the flat Earth on their flag? That one boggles my mind more than anything. It's pretty crazy. You you do realize but, that's uh, a picture of the flat Earth on the United Nations flag?
0: Yeah, is it? No, I've never. Been yeah, it to is. Yeah, yeah. Myself.
1: It is. It shows America as the center of the 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 plant, like the world. The the flag itself, you know, it's in that like uh, bullseye kind of looking thing. It, you know, the flag it shows the 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 map. Well, that's the flat Earth. It's a picture of the flat Earth, and it makes me say, why would they put the flat Earth on the flag right under our nose? Why makes me wonder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Next thing I know, they're gonna show up my door. I shouldn't have let this out, you know. Hey, hey Mike, you've been flapping your gums too much.
2: (laughs) We're here to straighten you out.
1: You know too much somehow, buddy. That coma did something to
2: you.
1: (laughs) Hey, you know, when I was in a coma, right? I had a dream that I was like the super test pilot for the government, right? I came out the millions of people cheering me like, yeah. I had my jumpsuit on to get in the plane. Like there was this test plane I had to fly. and I get up in it and I fucking zoom out on it. You know, everybody's cheering me on. And I go up into outer space, right? And this fucking alien sticks to my fuselage of the plane or whatever it is, right? And I bring it back to earth with me, right? And then it starts attacking everybody. It goes, it goes up their nose and it, it starts draining you of like all your, 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 your life. You know, it starts sucking the life out of you. But then I found out how to kill this alien, right? And I realized they couldn't live in the cold. So I got this is a short story. I gathered up all these people and I took them to the cold. So you know, after I ripped this thing out their nose, I took them to the cold where it can't live, and I saved humanity. And then I woke up out of the coma, pretty much. But it was such, a, you know, it's such a crazy dream to have. Like it, it was, it was pretty deep.
0: So, was it like, I can't, so was it the whole like experience? You know what I mean? The whole time you were honored? It think seemed like that it. In particular, experience?
1: It, it seemed like it. It seemed like that's it was one long dream. It seemed yeah, like it. You know what, it. what I'm saying? Because then, like, the next thing I wake up, kind of. And I remember I wanted to get like a drink from the store and I kept asking for a purple passion drink. I had to write it out because I couldn't talk. I had all these tubes in me and, you know, and I was fucked up, you know. And, uh, you know, I couldn't have nothing to drink for like months because I had, uh, you know, trach with a breathing tube in my mouth and this and that. Yo, I was so thirsty, man. Let me tell you something, man. I was like torture. I was so thirsty and then I could see the nurses having like parties some days, of course they drinking Coca-Cola. I'm fucking dying. I want a drink. <laughs> they're over there drinking Coca-Cola. I'm dying. But uh, you know, who knew I would make it? I got all these these uh skin grafts and stuff, you know, scars from skin grafts and So it was it was a hectic time, but you know, we all like I said, hey, one day you wake up and you're almost 50, right? Look at me. Living proof, <laughs> you know. It seems like is...
0: for me it was like I wake up and my kids were ready to move out. It's like, what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? I missed, I missed it all. What? what yeah. What the...? And I, went, yeah, you worked fucking sixteen hours a day. That's what happened. You missed almost all of it. <laughs> Now they're ready I could. to move out of
1: here. So. Yeah, I can, I can relate to that, you know. I can relate to the whole situation, you know. by quick. Oh, every, everything goes by quick, man. Like I said, I, I feel bad for the kids today. They, they don't have no friends. They can't go out and play. Bro, I, my bicycle was like fucking... Are you kidding me? My bicycle was like everything, man. Where's my BMX? Let me get the fuck out of here, you know what I'm saying? I never was home. You couldn't find... There was no phones to call you, you know, except for home. Nobody. If you didn't know where you were... Nobody knew where you were. You know what I'm saying? But your friends all knew where you were, and they would show up where you are. And that was always cool, you know? But nobody else could get in touch with you. There was the time before cell phones and cameras. You know? It was a good time back then. I, I miss it, personally. I think that the cameras and all this shit have ruined the world, really. It's brought us to where we are. You know? Too much. But you see... This is where I think we get all this technology. I think they throw us a bone every once in a while to upgrade us to the next level. You know, he also talked about spirituality, about how he's working on spirit. And, you know...
0: I kind of believe I, that a little bit myself. I think they kind of... You know... It, like, interference a little bit bad there.
1: They, they, they throw us a bone every once in a while, if you ask me, to upgrade us. Like I said, to upgrade us. We're, they always seem to be upgrading us. That's why I say if we're being watched, you know, the watchers are watching, it, it sounds more realistic if they're here. Because they talk about the firmament in the Bible, you know, the firmament, the like you can't go no further. You know, you, you, you read the Bible, no? You know, and they talk yeah, about the firmament shit. and shit like yeah. that. So, so, I mean... You know, they talk about giants and shit like that. Why they got to come out of space? Why why they got to come from somewhere else? Maybe they come from right here. Maybe we're just that dumb. I think they dumbed us down so much. You know, whatever disaster, I think there was really a disaster that that wiped us out almost, and they kind of, like, revived us, like, laughing at us, kind of like, let's see what happens almost. You know? Because, uh, you, know, you know, it's just funny how they had all those – uh you know, child labor laws. When Like, where'd all those kids come from without parents that they had all these kids working? Like, where did they all come from? They had all these kids that they had to make child labor laws, but where did they come from? Where were all these orphan kids coming from? You know what I'm saying? Where It doesn't make sense to me. Like, they had train loads of kids, you know, back in the day, you know, when they put together all this shit. It's kind of weird, like, you know, It seems like maybe somebody jump-started this whole thing, you know, more than we see.
0: Well, we definitely could have jump-started us from one species to the next. Obviously, we didn't go from just kind of throwing rocks at animals to fucking building houses and all that, just overnight, (laughs) that's for sure. And the sudden jump in technology is kind of another kind of head scratcher. How did we go from doing nothing and using rocks for so long, then, you know, getting a little bit of knowledge and all of a sudden it's like fast forward? You know, here we fucking all of a sudden got cell phones, lasers, computers. And have, fucking 10 years before that, we could hardly fucking figure out toast.
1: They have all this evidence stating that there was people here before us. They built these magnificent things, but yet we're like, it's a theory. The fucking shit is right there. We can touch it. You know what I'm saying? It's there. We don't know where it came from for whatever reason. They don't want us to know, but it's there. How can we, how can people be so stupid to not believe that there was a greater race here at one time you know they, they, the way they make it, they was like living with, with with candles. I don't believe that. I don't believe they were living with candles at all. You know. And then you know, I, I wanted to touch on soul. You know, he was uh, he was also talk, talking about your soul, and and then I tell you that's a big thing. You know, people don't talk about their souls enough. Like, you know, you got your your pilot which is your soul, and then you got your vehicle, which is your body, which is kind of like uh, like almost like being manipulated by your soul to do its bidding. You know, like, like you got a second guy whispering in your ear all the time. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm pretty sure everybody does, you know, whether they want to say they do or not. But then again, some people I think today are born without souls. You look in their eyes, and I don't think they have one. So I wonder if it's just certain people get souls, or does everybody get a soul? You know what I'm saying? I
0: I think we all get a soul. I think at some point we just become a little numb, I guess, to the surroundings. I think it's it's a
1: privilege to be in touch with your soul.
0: Well,
1: I definitely think it's it's a privilege. It's a privilege to be in touch with your soul. That's it, you know,
0: that's I feel once like you find it, a, get reach that point, and you've kind of kind of figured out consciousness a little bit. I think that's when you actually really start living, or you start having some work.
1: Consciousness is a collective thought. It's like me and you right now having a thought together. That's consciousness. The collective thought between the two of us is consciousness. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, when you, when, you, when you talk about the soul, see, I believe when you die, because I, like I, I died, like I'm saying, I expired, man. They, they pumped blood back in me and got me back to life somehow. And, and when I die, it was more like, like you know, when you go to sleep and you, you know, you know, like when you're going to sleep, but you're talking to yourself kind of in your head, like your soul is talking to you, let's say, and then you're asleep and you don't even realize it. Yeah, you know, that's the same thing as being dead. If you if you ask me my opinion, that's the same thing as being dead. Because I swear, when I checked out, right, when I, I was laying there on the floor when I, after I got run over, right, and, and something in the sky was beckoning me. In the sky, though, like, I was like, yo, the sky's so beautiful, you know. It looks so beautiful. Here I'm pumping my blood all out. I can feel my pants are soaked. You know, I'm squished like a fucking tomato on the floor. And, and, and I'm like, the sky, it's so blue. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's so blue. Then I'm like, damn, my mom always said to wear underwear, and I don't have none on today. Damn, I should have worn underwear, you know. This is what I'm thinking while I'm dying. So so I was, I, I was like, damn, I, I should have worn underwear today, which <laughs> is kind of funny. And then, you know, you can feel your life leaving you. You can feel it. And the sky was beckoning me. And all I could describe it is, you know, when you're a kid and your mom, you fall skinny your knee and your mom's like, come here, you know? And she picks you up and hugs you. And, you know, she puts you in her bosom and she gives you that hug and you're just like, man, everything's gonna be all right. God, man, God reached out of the sky to me. He scooped me up and was like, everything's gonna be all right, you know? I, I, I felt it, you know what I'm saying? It, it kind of gets me teary a little bit because I, I felt God reach for me, you know? and i knew everything was i was like you know leave me be i'm gonna die and i knew it and then i believe our energy returns to the ball of the earth the earth is energy and i believe our spirit is part of the eternal energy of the earth and it returns to that ball of energy you know and i believe we we are also reincarnated i believe that too at some point you'll come back you may not remember it but your soul you come back because the energy from the earth is always here Even though, like, somebody conjured this to me, though, because we're the only thing that can't coincide with the Earth itself. We ruin it. Everything else lives in harmony. But we're like aliens. We ruin everything. It's like we don't belong here. It's like we took a part of the Earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody took a part of the Earth and instilled it in us somehow. And it's that recycle that it keeps going. You you know what I'm saying? That your soul, even though you die the flames still burn, like I said, you never stop, you die, but it's like sleeping, you're like still thinking in your head, like, you know, you know what I'm saying, it's like, like I could, I could almost remember like, fade to black, but I'm still thinking, like things are going on, like I'm thinking about things in my head, you know, so it's, it was a weird experience, man, some deep shit, you know.
0: It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy feeling. I actually uh, died on the table during my leg surgery there for like fucking a minute and a half. And it is very very similar to what you're describing there. And for me, it was just kind of a black experience that I could just kind of feel myself kind of like in, a, in between kind of state. And you know, well, the last thing I remember is fucking kind of being sucked back, kind of back to being drawn back. And then fucking when I opened my, my eyes, the first thing that I heard was, he's back. And everybody he's back, kind of right. around the
1: Right. Road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. He's back. Yeah. He's back. I'm gone That's again. The- he's back again. I'm gone again. He's back. <laughs> that many times I can't even explain, but yeah. I, Man, that's that's yeah, that's a deep thought. But you know, to have a common well, like I just said, we never talked before. And to have it actually ring a bell with you, resonate with you, means something more to me that you know I'm not talking shit either. You know what I'm saying? That somebody else really understands that's been there.
0: Oh. It was it was a scary experience, man. That whole night was some so, so real they ended up sending me home, and I was—I was—I think I'm on. There's no think. I was overdosed that night, and uh, in the house. Oh, sure. Because they fucking ended up.
1: Sure, anesthesia. They, they don't had, know what they're fucking doing.
0: They had not taking any of my money. They refunded all the money. Didn't charge me anything for the surgery. It was like an outpatient surgery. As soon as I could, somewhat use the bathroom. They sent me home, and I was throwing up. Uh, the whole way home, I was fucking sick for days. After that, they fucking overdosed yeah. my ass there. Oh sure, surgery. bro. What happened.
1: You know, most people die from the anesthesia. The anesthesiologist is the most important guy in that fucking room. I don't give a fuck what anybody says because if he gives you one little bit too much by because count- they calculate your weight and this and that, he gives you a little bit too much. Goodbye. See you later. You know what I'm saying? You ain't coming back. So he's the most, you know, I never fucking lie to that motherfucker. I tell, always tell him the truth, you know. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, it's a, you know. so I got PTSD and all this. They diagnosed me with all this fucking shit, you know. They gave me Xanax for like a long time. I kicked Xanax on my own two years, three years ago. I kicked it after like 20 years of taking it. I kicked it on my own. I said, you know. One day I sat down and read the side effects from Xanax on the pamphlet. I never did that in 20 years. One day I sat down and read it, and I said, what the fuck am I taking? Like, you know, nobody ever told me this shit, and I never read it. And I'm like, what an idiot I am, you know? And when I read it, like, it would give you early Alzheimer's, this and that. This was close to three years ago. After that, I said, I'm not taking it. But then I couldn't just kick it because you'd have seizures and this and that. And it was, I didn't get nobody, I couldn't find help to get off it. So every night I would shave a little off with a, with a, a, a file. You know, I count strokes It was not the best science, but it worked. I got it down to enough and I kicked it. I got rid of it and I stopped taking. And that was a big deal. That was a big deal because, yo, know, it rang in my ears for weeks and I cried and it was fucking, I was a wreck. But, uh, man, you know, slowly but surely, weed carried me back. Carried me back to the promised land. Got my mind straightened out again. You know, got me back in shape. Got me back to life, you know.
0: That's awesome to hear. I love that. Congrats on kicking those, my friend. Congrats, man. And things can, like you said, man, they slowly fucking eat your mind away. I've always... uh, Describe them, that type of uh, medicine, as like a liquid uh, lobotomy. A pharmaceutical (laughs) lobotomy is all that is. You know, slowly by slowly, it's just wearing wearing it down. I actually watched that happen to uh, my dad. That uh, I had two dads. One I didn't actually meet until I was 29, and he passed a few years ago, so I had a short run with him, and then I had the man that raised me, who I was dropped off on his porch when I was six, and he died this year in episode 50, and I watched him be, he was, a he was a great guy, but, uh, and there was no bugs, there was no bugs, He's a great guy. He had Tourette's, and, uh, Every you know, and it didn't bother anybody but him. You know what I mean? His friends, you know, we and friends, family, we we enjoyed it. It was embarrassing sometimes. It was embarrassing sometimes. But we we loved it. It was just part of who he was. But he he uh he didn't care for it and he ended up taking it, uh near medication like that, and that shit man wore him down over time man from the when I was young he was that guy you know what I mean he was that guy everybody wanted to hang out with him everybody was over our his house he was like the first one everybody called when plans were made yeah and uh then uh, throughout time man he'd take that stuff and he got to where he didn't want to go nowhere he didn't want to talk to Nobody, crowds, fucking—he definitely didn't want to be in public around any crowds. Towards the end, there, all I could fucking do is like, babe, pretty much, fucking uh, worry about the weather and shit. And Fucking, it was sad to see, yeah, you know, the the degradation of a, a, a great man. Yeah, but you know, the treads—the treads though was funny because this is this is what we got. <laughs> what over we? Were, we were kids. Like this is a smile on brother. your face, you know. Oh, it does because that's what a lot of us remember it. because he, it was like it was like it, it was threats. It was it was fucking threats. You know what I mean? And threats is a lot of swears, a lot of swears. And, and unfortunately, or fortunately, how you look at it, it was in his opinion. It was a lot of, a lot of times vulgar.
2: <laughs> it was vulgar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was times I remember, like, being out at fucking public restaurants. And one time one time in particular, uh, I remember the fucking we were out to eat. And he all just out of nowhere, we are all eating dinner. And he just busts bus out with a fucking,
2: suck my dick. Whore whore. <laughs> 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 whore That's great.
1: Classic. Yeah, that's like classic material, <laughs> right there. <Yeah.
0: laughs> and it was always something along that lines. So he was always it was always something to do with whores. Man. and it, it was always fucking hilarious, man. It, Kept it, sometimes it, inappropriate, but oh man, it was fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Well, I, you know, we weren't—we weren't—we weren't ashamed about it, but I would have much rather had that than fucking. I would have rather had be out to dinner with him right now, and have him be screaming that. Than, yeah. Huh? Uh, to see him, be great to where it was. And I told well, he, him that all the way through, man. You definitely raised a
1: great this. person. I mean, you're a you know you're you're a great man. So he must have been a great man himself to raise you, you know, because you turned out pretty damn well, an awesome you know. Man. You know what I'm saying? I like you can't, to you think. Can't...
0: Some say, <laughs> some say. <laughs> I like to think anyway. But he was an amazing, dude. Man, he didn't have to. What what I really expected uh, respect about him was, um, you know, he didn't have to do no. anything. He did. He didn't have to do anything. He did for.
1: That's what makes it blessed, man. That's what makes it so good.
0: Yeah. He, he actually did, too. He never, you know, he. I wasn't his son. I wasn't his son. I didn't yes, find you were. about that Yes, he. you were. You oh, may I didn't even find out his son, thing.
1: But you were his son. You were his son. I didn't
0: find out until later in life about that. But, man, he never treated us any different. That's for sure. Well, then you were one hundred percent.
1: Is your you were his son one hundred percent? There's no doubt in my mind.
0: Well, you know, there was a time at sixteen and a half where I did get that conversation, and actually was bounced. <laughs> so, well,
1: you know, at that age we got so much feelings going on. At fifteen, we're, we're hormones are shooting all over the place. I couldn't compute nothing at that age. I was all over the place, you know. You know, my mother used to try and tell me, like, my father was murdered, you know, like I said, and, and she used to try and tell me, your father loved you, like, I would look at my friends who were divorced, she was, you know, who had divorced parents, and she'd be like, look at your friends who got divorced parents, how, how upset they are about, their father left them, you know? He left them, like, my friend always had a, a, a chip on his shoulder, like, his father moved from... One house a couple blocks away and and got a new wife and new family, new kids that were already his age and shit. He was so pissed off about it. I mean, he wrote, he had such a chip on his shoulder about that all our lives. And, And, you know, I mean, when you're young, you see things differently. Like, you're crazy. Literally, I was nuts when I was a kid.
0: Literally. You know? We always, well, if you weren't a good, I was. I had a fun childhood. That's for sure. That's for sure. Now, you know, I was, I had my times, my times. I took things apart. I, you know, I, I I had a good childhood. But, you know, what's funny is, to be honest with you, that's where at 16 and a half, that's really where my cannabis journey started, to be honest with you. I I kind of touch on the story a little bit here and there, but I had started smoking way earlier. To be honest with you, and uh, he had he sold pot. You know what I mean? He sold weed, and it was already always available around the house. So we we I, I developed starting to smoking it really early, but it wasn't until I my my little brother who was my blood brother. Okay, so uh, he actually had snagged some uh, bud from my dad and had brought it to me. So he's four (laughs) or two years behind me. So I'm 16 and a half. He's 14. Uh, He had brought it to me. He's like, hey, man, you roll this up. (laughs) And I can't. I can't roll. You roll it up to me. I want to fucking smoke this. So I'm standing there and uh, I'm breaking it up and I'm rolling it on the dresser there. And he uh, buys, he brought us in, and assumes that it's mine. And I'm kind of corrupting my brother, your
1: younger brother. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And at that point, I was asked to leave the house. Really? I was asked to leave the house at that point. Yeah. Wow, so that, at that point, point, I was on my. I've been on my own ever since then. I've been <sighs> on my own ever since sixteen. Builds more character. So, and that's where, Anna, honestly, that's where cannabis enters my picture. You know, that's, you know, from then on, it was, uh, it, I actually had three months after that, I slept in a car. <laughs> three months, 16, sleeping in the car. And it was actually, you know, through hustling, bud here and there, that I managed to fucking keep my head above water and uh, actually met five keep going i managed to uh hook up with a friend of mine and he let their family let me stay there for another year or so i've managed to complete high school and you know but uh from then on man it was getting me and him getting a place and you know, hustling bud from then on out I uh, cannabis has been around and been a been my crutch have been my my uh ride or dive since uh ever since sixteen. So I have a I have very serious ties with this plan. It, it means everything to me. And as as I get older and as I go through my journey, it's funny how she's made to managed to stay be so prominent but yet change uh, so many roles how it affects my life now, like the, the role it plays. But still a prominent part. Nonetheless, uh, just in a hugely different, more beneficial way now than ever. So
2: I owe a lot to this money. I
0: really do. It's part of my cannabis fight and why I, I do what I do. And the other reason I do what I do is uh, as I got older and, you know, tried to reach out to help just some family members, uh, I found out that a lot of them were addicted to prescription drugs. And I ended up losing tons of family as I yeah. came along to prescription drugs, which ultimately uh, drives my fucking hate for big pharma and prescription pills. Uh, It's—I know the loop. I've seen the loop, and it's—it's it's a tragic cycle. Realistically,
1: it is. It is. I, I've seen it too. It's the pharmaceutical companies are just making money off misery, you know.
0: Be honest with you, actually, after I, I had lost a lot of my family and had made it through life a little bit further, it wasn't until a couple years ago, two years, coming up on two years now, uh, I almost lost my daughter. Watch who hangs out in chat. Let's see, I, I, uh, it wasn't through, that's cannabis come, lady cannabis come. Fucking showing up like the fucking hero. I believe she is. Shiva, uh, She, sheva. uh, well, Lexi had gotten a bad car accident, was thrown from her and her friend were both thrown from a car doing 110 yeah. as wow. it rolled. And lucky, luckily, they made it through with some injuries. It could have been much, wow. much worse. Lucky we were both to have both here still with us. Both of them had some serious PTSD and uh, Lexi, like we were talking about, went through a lot of these nerve medications. Well, they actually, right off the bat, she's, I can't, I have a I have a mental tick with swallowing mashed potatoes. I mean, I can you, you can fucking get me to fucking do just about anything else but swallow a mouthful of mashed potatoes for some reason. (laughs) <laughs> Don't know why, can't explain it. Just, just what it is. Yeah, yeah. She can't swallow a pill, so all of her medication comes in liquid form. And so she's nineteen, just got out of this medicine, this accident, and they do prescribe her liquid value, liquid value. Yeah, and at five mils, five mils per dose. And I love Lexi a lot. But when she's she was nineteen at the time and irresponsible teenager, so you know what I mean. Eh, that's close enough. You know what I mean.
2: Eh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. What I'm mean? feeling good. Bob Let Mills, me feel a little better.
0: Let me feel a little better. Five mils is a, a huge air margin for oh, air air, as yeah. far as doses. And so if she was taking that, and it would fucking. She was zombie five. Zombie five. And then we'd be like, How are you doing today? And she'd be like, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Mm. And then uh so we go back and she says, I don't want to be on this anymore. No. I don't want to be on this.
2: Anymore. That's how so I So they it.
0: I'm pretty sure it was uh Paxil or Prozac, I think Paxil or Prozac. I think it was Prozac that they subscribed her next. Liquid food. Mm. I can't stand, I
1: couldn't stand that either.
0: And uh, so a week into that, she showed every symptom, every side effect, suicidal thoughts, suicidal attempts, voices, all of it. And she was, it was horrible. Watching her transform through that. And it was that. we. She, unfortunately, made an attempt at one point. And uh, second time was too close for comfort. And we were like, okay, this is enough, enough. She don't like this. She don't want this. We need to get her off. So at that point, I actually started remembering that, you know, a lot of vets were suffering from the PTSD. And uh, we're finding relief in cannabis. So I immediately called uh, some the dispensary friends I had downstate and said, hey, man, vets, from what I can understand, are using CBD to, uh, to help them. My daughter is in a bad way, and I need help. So
1: that's a fuck feel up feeling to have to feel. That's terrible.
0: So uh, that's terrible, bro. We through through help with some friends and some CBD, uh, we got her off of that, and uh, you know, thank God, thank God, she still is uh, not using any of that. CBD occasionally, but man, we were very, very close to losing her several times. Once through, you know, fate, twice through pharmaceutical bullshit, all within like six months.
1: Yeah, that pharmaceutical shit, man. It, it, that's how I was. I was a zombie. You know, when I was in the hospital, you know, because I spent two years. I was I was eighteen months bedridden. I didn't get out of bed for eighteen months. I I went from almost three hundred pounds to one hundred and twenty pounds. You know, I was shriveled up. I was dying. You know, and uh, when I when I when I was laying there, they they were giving me Paxil, right? And I kept cheeking them and spitting them out, right? I had no way to hide them no more, so I was just throwing them across the room, this and that. So then one day, the psychiatrist comes in and she says to me, she says, Mike, I heard you've been throwing your Paxil all over the room and not taking it. And I said, yeah. I said, I'm not going to take that shit. And she said, why not? I said, I said, you ply me with that shit, but one day my body needs to catch up and and go through the, you know, understand what happened to me. I need to be able to deal with this on some sort of level, what I went through this trauma. And by you giving me that shit, it never gives my mind and body time to relate, to understand, you know? I said, you're, 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 you're fucking it up for me. You know, I said, I don't need that. You know, I said, it's not gonna, it's not helping. Which it wasn't. So, you know, she had a, a class of psychiatrists. She held a psychiatrist class in my room. About 40 kids piled into my room and shit. All wearing little white coats, boards, right and stuff. They are asking me a million questions. Because I was so intrigued. And when I told her that, she, she was like, you know, I just... Uh, same reason I got off this annex. Because, like I said, I, I, I love myself. I don't want to hurt myself. What am I doing, I said to myself. And if it wasn't for cannabis... I would have never got through it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I would have had the, 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 the go-to to say, this is going to save me. This, this is going to carry me through this. And I knew it would, you know? And I knew if I kept doing that, sooner or later it's going to catch up to you and kill you. Even if you're taking it right, it just somehow it kills you. I don't know what it, you know? So
0: I was tired that of playing. See you next. That shit's dangerous. It could have killed you or it could have killed others, man. There's that sleepwalking phase that Xanax can have, especially if used with alcohol, man. There's people fucking make turkeys and all kinds of shit. They don't even remember none of that shit on that shit. You're absolutely right. You know, lucky uh, I
1: I, I wasn't a drinker ever, thank God, you know, for one. But you're absolutely right. And and that's what it came down to. I didn't want to die. I want to live. And and, and hearing Tim say he's not using anything no more, it kind of like I feel like he's getting more accomplished. I love smoking pot, and I don't think I could give it up. But sometimes I say, like, damn, you know, I wish I could just put my focus on getting ahead, you know, because even just smoking a joint takes too much time sometimes. Like, I don't want to roll up a joint, and then I got to roll my girlfriend a joint because she just refuses to learn. So I got to roll her a joint. I got to get it, you know. I got to take my – you know what I'm saying? It's just so much time consuming. And it's like I could be doing something better, but I love it. I, I, I just I just can't see my life without it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe temporarily because I've stopped temporarily before for other reasons. You know, I've had to piss test, <laughs> things like that, You know, uh, you know, reasons – yeah, so I mean sometimes I, I feel like, you know, but it, it's something that's always been for me. It's always been there. It's you know, I believe I believe it's 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 for humans. It's been put here for a reason. When I found out it sucks up nuclear waste that they planted it around Chernobyl and they're they, they wanna plant it around the Fujishima, or whatever that and that would suck up the 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 it would clean the earth faster than than they can clean the earth just without it, you know? It sucks up all the radiation, and then they rip the plants out, and with the plants, it just dissipates. So I said to myself, wow, look at Pakistan. Maybe they blew Pakistan up with, like, a nuclear weapon at one time, and then they used cannabis to try and soak up all the fucking radiation, you know? That's, that's, that's how special cannabis is. It's got so many different uses that it's it's a shame... That they they block it from just being common knowledge.
0: For sure, for sure. I can't help but wonder when you say you want better for yourself, that is a better situation or just a better happiness about where you're at in life. I mean, well, you, you know, to me, I your I, success is just kind of being happy with. You know, where you are in life, it isn't necessarily a measure of what you have, it's more or less being happy about what you're doing, you know, even if, you know, you're not doing, making a million dollars, but you're happy fucking working in the garden, or you're fucking whatever, and the key there is you're happy, you know what I mean, it's, that's the most important thing about your time here.
2: Yeah,
1: I'll tell you, (laughs) I'm, I'm not happy, really, I'm not really happy, I don't like the cold weather. I hate the fucking cold. I'm, I'm stuck in New York. It's freezing right now, and I hate it. It fucking drives me crazy. And you know, I have some other things that are issues. And and you know, I mean, I'm not. You know, it's it's more or less when I say. It's it's more or less like how do I put it? It's like, uh, you know, no, I'm not where I want to be really. You know, I'm not, and, and I could be doing more for myself, but I I sometimes I, I don't feel like I push myself enough to do, you know, I mean, there's so much more I could be doing. There's so many things I could do. And, and, and I let it slide. I make excuses for myself. I'm not going to lie. I do. I do. I, you know, I feel like a hermit with this pandemic and shit, you know, like I stopped totally socializing, barely socialized before, but I totally stopped socializing. now, you know, I feel like a, a turtle out of the shell a lot, you know, to be honest with you, you know, and, 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 uh, well, it's not doing better. I mean, I don't know how to put it. I just don't like my current situation. It's cold right now, and I don't like the cold. You know, cold bothers me a lot more than it used to, per se. And, and uh, you know, I'm, st- I'm kind of stuck, you know. I, I mean, I, I have, a, a, you know, I have some, some businesses I do and, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm stuck here in New York. I have reasons. I'm here in New York. Otherwise I would leave, you know, I would move, but you know, my, my mother's here. I don't want to leave my mother, you know, everybody I know is here, you know, but uh, after my accident, I kind of stopped socializing with a lot of people. I, I stopped going out a lot, you know, I don't really do much no more, you know, do things, but now with the pandemic, I do nothing, you know? So it is a questionable thing. Like you know, I mean, you know, since I got hurt, there's always this 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 feeling of I'm running against time. You know what I'm saying? Like the clock, I'm against the clock. You know, I can, you know, who knows? Because it's always on my fucking mind, dying. You know, it's like who knows when you're gonna go? It could be any time. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of the big things that eats the clock, you know, running from the clock. It's like a nightmare, you know, of mine. It plays over and over, you know, just looking at the hands go around on the clock makes me crazy. Like, you know, I feel like I'm running like, all right, not too long ago, I burned my foot. Right. And I thought, Oh, this is it. I'm dying. (laughs) I thought I was dying. I had really fucked up my foot pretty good. And, uh, I got it, got infected, and I was all fucked up, and I had this fucking sinking feeling like I had all this knowledge in my head, all this shit in my head, and I ain't told a soul, you know what I'm saying, like, I have all this stuff that I could pass on to somebody, and I don't have nobody to pass it on to, you know, and it's like, and I felt like I'm gonna die, and I... And I got all this shit, and I got nobody to tell. You know, oh, my God, I should have told people. And, and it was just, like, driving me crazy. I was stuck in the hospital for, like, two weeks. I was in the burn unit. It was scary. It was it was a scary moment for me again. And, you know, I got... Thank God I got through it. You know, my, my girlfriend kind of mended me back. You know, cleaning my foot for me every day and shit. You know? So, I, I kind of... But it, it's been... Ever since that, ever since it was like last year or something, I think it was last year and whenever. it's been just eating at me. The clock, you know, the clock, you know, time's going by, you're wasting time, you're wasting time. It's like I got to do something, but I don't know what it is.
0: What's, what's your passion about? That's what you got to figure out. What is, what is my passion? What is... <laughs> I told you that, you know, yeah, I, I know the situation, but at this at this point is, like, I understand the geological area, that that obstacle, but is it, uh, like, an obstacle that, uh, like, you, the family couldn't know? You know what I mean?
1: I wouldn't want to put nobody in, in a situation they don't want to be in, you know what I'm saying? It's just, listen, not much longer. This guy's talking about legalization. Come on, how much longer can it be, you know? And I, I, I can't, listen, I can't, there's no way I could do three years of probation or five years of probation ever again. I can't, I can't, I cannot piss for somebody. I'm not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to move to a place that's friendly, but as while I'm here, it's just a no-go. You know what I'm saying? It's just not for me, but that's my passion. That's what I like to do. That's what I, I love. I love pot. You know, it's been, like I said, it's been my life. To deny my life's calling like would be- you-
0: it sounds like you, you're answering your own questions here, brother. You really are. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it's but funny. You know, I did, know, you watch, did you watch Dead Cynic the other night? And by the way, that feeling right there that he described, guys, is the mask that I described the other night. Okay? You go, did you watch Dead Cynic the episode with and Cynic the other night?
1: I only watched part of it. I, I wasn't really, like, paying attention
0: so there's the guy was you interviewed the other night?
1: That. that guy, Death City yeah, or what, what was his name?
0: Dead City. Yeah, I name? fell asleep. Glass I was night.
1: laying in bed listening, to be honest with you. But I had it on. I mean, I listened to part of it, you know, but I probably missed this part.
0: There's a part where he kind of asked me about uh, about uh, my tattoos. And what's my favorite? What was my favorite tattoo? And I basically tell a story that, a, a story that you just said right there. You just said basically same thing. Every, you know, people say that mainly it comes from a story based off of Les Conley. and he says that you know, what's the richest, what's the richest real estate in the anywhere, and he basically says. It's the graveyard. He said, You know how many people how many great ideas, how much knowledge dies with people, just like they're we saying. Bam,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: He's you know, calling people out to, you know, don't don't let that happen, you know, you can't no. let them just no. die Amazing. with you. I miss I that. actually I have I I have a fascination with skulls and uh and that's what they remind me of they remind me of fucking life short that you know because i've lost like i said i've lost a lot of people and every time i think about that they're a constant reminder of you know i need to kick myself in the ass and i need to fucking get out there and do that do whatever things you know i don't want to i'm there i'm right there with you i don't want to die with those regrets i actually have a tattoo that re- I showed it. You can go back and rewind this and listen to this story because it's way more detailed than I'm letting on now. But there's this tattoo right here. And the, I told you about the references of the, the skulls. But this is like that that mask right there, unlucky. So this is, the, in my opinion, this is the mask that we'll have to wear. Each one of those is one of those voices right there that you were talking about. Them are the good ideas, that's the knowledge, the couldas, the shouldos, the wouldos. I wanted to. If we don't fucking live that dream and start fucking doing right now, this is the mask that we'll have. This is what we'll look like until that recycling of time there that you're talking about. That energy until we're gifted enough, another chance to come back and wrong our rights. That'll be the mask that you wear until you get another one. That's the, that's all the could have, should haves wasted time right there, brother. Mm-hmm. So that's deep. you need to take, you know, your body and yourself is telling you that, you know, you, there is something that you need to, and you've already answered it. You've already answered the passion. You just find need to find a way to make it happen, brother. And I'm telling you right now, as I told you that day on Christmas, uh, It is just that, you know, once you start cultivating this plant and I didn't, I wasn't blowing smoke up your ass and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass now, fucking that plant. There's something about once you start cultivating that power, this plant that kind of gives you that can do attitude. You know what I mean? You're that I can fucking cure myself. I can fucking do whatever I want. I fucking it just gives you that feeling like you can fucking take out
1: that's why i think i've been
0: anything.
1: that's why i feel like i've been able to stay off uh pharmaceuticals of any kind because of cannabis like i don't take no medication you know so cannabis is the only thing i really take so you know it, it was it was by cannabis that i was able to stay away from all the pharmaceuticals and stuff and and in New York, you know, you could get on the medical. You can get a medical thing, but they only give you like like a liquid or whatever it is. But you can't get no bud. I only smoke bud.
0: You know, I only smoke bud. Yeah, buds. but can't you? They don't give you. They don't get with that. I mean, I understand that you can't, may not be able to purchase it. But it's – can you grow your own? No. Is that no. With that card, you can't even. It no. doesn't even not you get you right to have. Them. Possession. no not
1: I can't you know it, 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 it's so like uh, you know they let people grow six here six there it's so like you know like it's like a fool so, It's like dummy it's like you know come on I mean it's not that big of a deal If you, you know you know legalize it so people could grow six plants everywhere everybody should be able to do it I shouldn't have to suffer and not be able to do it you know but I do I have to because of where I am and because so, of my situation really
0: I understand all the reserves. I really do. I really do. But what if, what if, again, what if, you know, when you were in there fucking laying there and you were worried about all this knowledge and stuff and, you know, finding your calling, what if somehow your calling was to do just this and to make it open the door, make it right for others? I'm telling you right now, there's not a fucking judge in the fucking world that will fucking. You, you go in there, if you were, something were to happen in my, and this again, this is just my opinion, somebody that would sit on the fucking jury and judge you. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be judged by your peers. And if this went to trial, you'd be judged by somebody just like myself. And fucking, you, if you would come, would roll in the courtroom and I was on that jury seat. And you were to stand in front of me and fucking say, hey, this is my medicine. I don't want to fucking be a fucking zombie. I don't like the way pharma feels. This is my medicine. This makes me feel like I can do anything. And I provide myself with quality medicine that makes me feel like a fucking person again. I don't think they're going to fucking do anything for, you know, I don't think the, the, I I don't, I don't think you would have the people on your right. Not only that, I guarantee you it would probably set some kind of precedent to open up the doors for others. I wish, you know, I understand it might be a fight, but it could be a fight that, you know, pushes opens the doors for others. A lot of us don't necessarily like to be that guy, but, you know, no, I don't want to be the sometimes spirit. it takes. That, that guy <laughs> I want to be the
1: lightning rod. I don't want to be the lightning rod. Uh, you know, I know what the stresses uh, of going through court—that alone—I mean, I, I'll lose my head.
2: there.
1: What little I have left would be gone. It would, it would, it would. Some of us look good, to, ball, oh my God. brother. Oh my God, it's a good look. I'm losing my look. I got five heads. I got five heads, brother. I
0: got five heads. It's a good look.
1: And it's all sad time
0: in the shower.
1: Yeah, yeah, you ain't kidding. <laughs> but you know the stress of I've been through that stress before, of court. And, and like I said parole, probation, whatever. I can't I just can't imagine having to do that again. I can't imagine it.
0: Like you say that you know the time ta- the time's coming. It's pushing along. It's just a matter of time. It is. You-
1: I can't see it being much longer. I mean, well, I pray, I hope. Otherwise, you I'm know telling what I was you thinking. right
0: now, I did it when I was outlaw. I'm I, I, I'm right there with you. I wasn't always legal. I did it ten years. I have three kids I put at risk in mm. the house while I was growing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, there, I knew what I was doing. The risk I was taking, and I did what I did. But, and I actually fucking at one point did get in some trouble and I risked fucking everything to fucking and I fought. And so I'm not again. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass here. If I, you know, I was actually I got pulled over with one of my daughters in the truck to be honest with you. And I had cannabis in the truck and they fucking pulled me over, and treated me like I was a piece of shit because I had fucking mm. cannabis in the truck yeah. and fucking Well, my today we are. Was 15 at the time, fucking, up. I was fucking. They, they, oh, I should take you to jail. Your daughter's in the car. I'm like, I'm not even fucking. You know, I wasn't even using it. I forgot it was even in the truck, It was rolled up. You don't understand how New York is, man. That. They wanted New to York fucking is. take all that shit for. Me. They wanted to take my cards. I was a caregiver. They wanted. Yeah. I At that point, they wanted to take cannabis away from me. They wanted to take away my right to, to fucking grow. And I fucking, i i spent good money on fucking that shit. I went down and fucking got lawyers and fucking threatened the fucking that city with fucking bringing in more bigger lawyers. I told them that I thought that was fucked, that, that they were trying to ask me to fucking go back to pharmaceutical medicine. That I had, my family had a history of being addicted to. Not only that, they were putting me, myself, in jeopardy of fucking being sick and getting addicted to that shit. But now I had five other people that depended on me, and now because of some negligence on their part, because it was negligence, because I I ended up winning, because I was in the The way I was carrying. Even though it was with me, I was carrying correctly. I said you not only that, you want you want myself and five other people to suffer for the amount of time, what was it two years? You want me to be on probation for this? For two years, I can't cultivate the plant, and these people have to now find other means or possibly be addicted to pain medicine and process. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I fought tooth and nail. And backed him right to fuck down and ended up getting they ended up giving me a no proof insurance. They dropped everything else after eight months of money. Really? But, okay. well,
1: thank God, yeah. man. You know, I, 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 I don't think in New York State right now yet. I, I just wouldn't want it's too much of a risk. For, you know, right now it's good enough. I purchase it. And for now, it's good enough for now. You know, sometime down the line. You never know what could happen. But right now, it's just not for me. You know?
0: Well, I'm telling you right now, the minute you're ready to cross that barrier, you <laughs> fucking let me know, brother.
1: Well, I appreciate, I, I, appreciate I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm know, telling it, you, it, it's, it's not...
0: It's it's the money you save in putting out for your medication. It's the gratification of producing your medication. And there's just something about that fucking... The hectic day that we talk about, you know, the anxiety, the PTSD, that fades when you go that fucking 10, 20 minutes, you pop it in there, even if it's a planner too. You just roll over there and you just, hey, how you doing today, man? It sucks. I and mean, you you can talk to any grower about this. I am not even bullshitting about you. It sucks that negative energy right out of you. I mean, as you're sitting there, even as it's a little baby, and you know you're watching it grow, that few yep. minutes, it's like it pulls it out of you. You leave that, you leave that little, you leave that area, and you're like, fucking, all resetted for the day. You're like, man, what was, what, what, what do I want to do now? Well, what's, what was, what's next? And shit, it's 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 so gratifying on so so many levels, and I yeah. can only hope that sometime soon you can understand and make it a part of your life. I'm, I'm really really hoping that you sometime very, very soon that you can talk to yourself and put it, it, it can happen for you, you know And in your case I, I would bend over backwards to fucking help you get rolling, brother
1: <laughs> I appreciate that, I appreciate it. that's kind words and I appreciate it, but uh, you know, I just like I said, I, I just couldn't see myself in that having to worry all the time you know i feel i, I i'm a worry wart you know and i wouldn't be able to sleep in the phone again sleep, you know I, I don't know if i could do it you know I, it's something you know you're a good salesman though i'll tell you that you got me ready to run out the door but <laughs> one or two
0: i mean it's, you're not talking it's not like you're talking starting a cultivation unit or something no, even no. if it's that one plant you know what i mean trust me cultivate just starting one seed and watching it Congrats. You would know what I'm talking about, brother. It's just something about. (laughs) Well, you know, I
1: I do grow an aloe. I got an aloe plant I grow. I grow an aloe plant and a wandering Jew. I got a couple plants I do grow, you know. I mean, I know it's not the same, but I do grow a couple plants,
0: you know. It is kind of the same, though. But I mean like how often when you've cut yourself or whatever and you broke off some of that aloe, how good was that feeling when you were like, ah I've got some aloe right. Here oh yeah, it's yeah, amazing, it, you it, know. See It's yeah, so it's much better. So much better when the same feeling when you go to grab that tray and you know you've produced it yourself or you go to harvest it. It's like
1: Yeah, I matter of this. fact, some somebody just smashed my aloe plant. I just revived it. it, just came back. I just revived it, it's doing good again. They knocked it over and fucked it all up. I had to put it back in, you know, but it's doing good now. It's doing good. My aloe plant, it's, aloe's supposed to be a sign of prosperity if you could grow one, you know? It's supposed to be, like, a prosperous, you know? So I'm hoping maybe it rubs off on me.
0: (laughs) Well, we can at least do this. We'll, uh, we can, uh, we can uh, find a way that I can get you something. And we'll at least, at least... Plant the seeds there. We'll give you the, 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 starting, and then whenever you're ready, you'll have you'll be ready. You know what I mean. I'll put the power in your hand, and you can take. it. sounds it there. good
1: to me. Sounds good to me. You know, I'll I'll
0: definitely keep that in mind for the future. You know, it's definitely like I said. It, oh no, I, I hope I'm I had... expecting a. I'm expecting an address. No, <laughs> I'm fully expecting an address. <laughs> When, whatever, whatever you, whenever you know what I mean, then you have it. Then you could be like, okay, today's the day. Whenever you decide today's the day, it'll be just like in that emergency break glass kit, you know. Today, uh,
1: you know, that's definitely something we need to talk about off camera, though. That would be for sure on that. You know, you, uh, the, you know, as far as I'm concerned, though, no. <laughs>
0: right. I- I got
1: gotcha, I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. You know, so so I mean, you know, I I thought about what state just opened up out west that this everybody's talking about. Uh, Oklahoma's the a big one. Oklahoma, man. there you go. Everybody's talking about Oklahoma. Oklahoma is wide open. You should get out there. You got to be there two years to get a license. This and that. They're telling me, and I'm like, man, I don't want to go to another cold state. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go nowhere else cold.
0: You know, if I move, I'm going somewhere warm. I hate the cold, too. And when I moved, I actually went further north, up and further into the cold. I'm the only place right now, one of the few places that it actually got snow in Michigan right now. I hate it. I hate shoveling. I don't mind shoveling. That's the only exercise I get is shoveling. But I tell you what, if I'm going to be snowed again, I'd rather be snowed right here in this fucking garden with yeah. all the stinky weed. <laughs> it looks beautiful. It does. It, you does. Can, it looks like
1: an oasis, man. You can still
0: be right in all fucking winter. I, I really don't give two shits. Yeah. Man. I'm like, oh, as long as I got food, I got food and plant food, I'm good. <laughs> I'll see you in the spring.
1: <laughs> well, the, governor, the governor's supposed to be talking about it, doing something now. I mean... Jersey was supposed to have legalized it, but they didn't, you know, they said they did, but they didn't. The governor, I don't know what's going on with Jersey, but then you got Massachusetts right here. Massachusetts is legal. I could go up there, you know. I lived in Boston before. I liked Boston when I lived there, but I just don't like the cold. Like I said, you know, I'm, I'm tired of the cold. It's fucking for the birds, you know, especially being in a wheelchair, man. It makes it even worse. I can't get out, snow, and this and that, the other thing, is- That's the
0: worst
1: thing is, The, the <laughs> worst thing is having to get into a cold, ice cold chair. You know, when it gets cold. The chair's ice cold. It's it just sucks, man. You know, send me to Florida or something. <laughs> send me to Florida. Let me be a.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So I'm sure it's always warm there. You know, you you getting a little vitamin D from them lights. You think? <laughs>
0: I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. To be honest with you,
2: you well, know, that's why you're probably in a good mood too.
1: Vitamin D I, I, is supposed to be it, one I can of the vitamins. That to
0: the
1: well, vitamin D is supposed to be one of the vitamins that we get from the sun. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to make you happy. It's supposed to like uh, do something for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, I wonder if the lights, in some way. You know, the orange light gives you, I wonder if it gives you vitamin D. I wonder if it's uh, replicatable like that.
0: I, I'm question. sure it is. I'm sure it is. I believe I believe you're on something. I believe that's part of it. But, you know, and the, anytime I'm around these gals, man, it's, it's instantaneous. Just walking in the room, it really is brightens It's just something sure. around feet around the corner. Sure.
1: It, look, it looks like a lot of work, though, too.
0: Not really. Well, when you get up to the, you know, when you take care of myself, five patients, it's a little bit of work. But when you're, like, doing a couple plants, it's not that bad. And it's really a labor of love on that, at at that level. It's very much a labor of love still. So, you know, I'm telling you, you you know, you're fighting it right now, but I guarantee you once you're a month or two into it, you'd be like, I would... I, I wouldn't and I wouldn't even be like I told you so, but I would expect that DM and I'd be like you'd be like thank you. I know him <laughs> now. Thank you. <laughs>
1: you're probably right. You're probably 100%
0: even better. right. That first harvest is all so sweet. And even even if it's not even the best bud you've ever even smoked, you're like, Oh man, I did this and it just tastes well, so bad. You're like, you like that first harvest, you hardly even get to keep any of it because a lot of times you're, like, running around, passing some to your friends. You're like, man, try this shit, man. I grew that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Around here to rob you if, the, if you were. You know,
1: uh, it's... It, it's uh. Now nah, I broke my concentration, man. That's a pothead for you, right? Flew out the window. I was going to say something. But I was thinking... Uh, it, What the hell was I going to say now? I forgot I was going to say something. Damn it. I'm such a pothead. There goes that thought right out the window. I can't remember what the hell I was going to say.
0: There's something about... UV. iMedic31 says, UV converts cholesterol in our skin into vitamin D. Minute. Minute school.
1: What would the light do? Is what we're asking. It's supposed to get 15 minutes of sun every day. They say.
0: I guess it depends on which UV. If it's UV A, B, or C, which one actually converts it over? Only some lights put out minor, minor little bits of UV, it has to pretty much be added. To some
1: you know. Lights. You know. Now, I remember what I was going to say. I was, I was going to say about the, the East Coast. We, we get dumped on anyway. You know, all the people who are novice growers. And, and, and now I, they, they say they're sending us heavy metal poisoned weed and, and all this shit, man. And we, we really get shit on the weed is sometimes horrible out here, man. You, 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 believe me, sometimes it's horrible. And you pay a lot of money. They want like ninety dollars. Some weed is ninety dollars an eighth. You believe that? Ninety dollars an eighth. Who the fuck's gonna pay ninety dollars an eighth?
0: Now you're just writing your own argument now.
2: <laughs>
0: Get away from that's that. It. Get away from that dirty weed. Produce your fucking good, clean weed. That's, the ma- the, that's probably the, the, the best, best reason. That would
1: probably be the best reason because I'm telling you this. They're literally poisoning us with this garbage. Yeah, see, you
0: know, it, you be it's a shame. You're only quality weed. And it's a Hearing shame they let them get away with it, way.
1: though. But it, it, it's a shame that they let them get away with it. Sometimes I feel like, are they going to be like, "See, we told you so"? That weed's no good for you because they let them sell us all this poisoned weed. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants it. They're stuck buying it. It's what's available, you know what I'm saying? It's.
0: I think that day and age is over. To be honest with you, like that, they know. No, I'm telling you, it's too, too many garbage. Too many countries, and well, that's too many countries. There's too many papers now showing the medical benefits. Of cannabis, that's just your local guy trying to fuck it yeah, the over there. If
1: they weren't selling the fucking <laughs> this garbage, we don't. T- no, I'm telling you, the East Coast gets dumped on, bro. We get d- literally dumped on. They send all this crap here, all of it, it's all crap, all of it. Listen, they they put on these things they call they call themselves vendors. They call themselves vendors, right? And they'll, they'll have like maybe ten people there selling weed, and they'll they'll do it like in a garage or something somewhere, you know. But yo. Everything smells the same. I'm like, you guys smell this weed at all? Because it all smells the same to me. You know what I'm saying? It all smells like something, but I don't know what.
0: Probably the nutrients. It could be the nutrients that it's grown in, or it could be the IPM. It's shit that it's been sprayed on for bugs. That's probably what it is. It all
1: smells Uh, the same. It, it all smells the same. It's weird. It's disgustingly weird how it all smells the same. And they're like, they're like, smell this, and they're putting jars under my nose, and I'm like, yo, it, it smells like the last guy down two rows over there. It smells like his best OG. You know, I'm like, it all smells the same, but they don't see it that way. They, they look at me like I'm nuts when I tell them this.
0: Sounds like they're just all using the same nutrients is what it sounds like. <laughs>
1: I have no idea what they're doing, but
0: they, they, sure,
1: they sure sell a lot of garbage, you know, and they charge a lot of money for a lot of garbage. That's the sad thing.
0: I'm telling you, brother, day and age, there's, there's so many things now that could be utilized for you. I mean, even if, a, you know, it was a time or a space issue, there's autos. There's autos now. I mean, even if, like, you you have only a two-by-two, two, I mean, you can get started with a two-by-two, two, just a little area and a little, like, throw you an auto in there, it'd be fucking start to finish 90 days. Nin- 90 days you're fucking pulling it down. Do, do you run autos? Do you, do you run autos? I ran them once or twice, and I had, at that time, the company I tried was like, eh, but... Ali Noble runs autos. He fucking he's running a good line of autos. Of, uh, they must like fucking crap weed. Fan. They
1: must like crap weed too, <laughs> bro. I, I no, don't think it's fucking, any
0: good. I don't think well, it's any good. I can tell you this. You know, I know my buddy up there in Canada there, Boom Farms. I know he ain't liking no punk weed. But listen, uh, you know he you know what fucking. They, uh, you grew them outdoors this year. You grew out some monsters outdoors. Yeah,
2: but... Uh, it, the Again, state that's of just weed, an example.
0: Yeah, but the, the state of weed has
1: become... The state of weed has become... Look at this picture on Instagram. This smells like grapes. And it does shit. But I, but I feel a little something. Oh, it's 30% THC my ass, first of all. But... You know, they say, oh, this is the strongest weed, and this shit does nothing. I'm like, yo, do you even smoke weed? Do, do, do you smoke weed? Like, you know, I mean, there's so many people that I watch on the Internet that I know are full of shit. You know, I, I, I'd like to, you know, they don't smoke, and they do all this growing. They sell seed. They do this. They do that. But none of you know they they they're, they're just in it for the money, and they're telling you they don't they don't smoke weed, they don't care about the weed like that. They don't they don't care. It, it's it's not that passion like you have for it. You know what I'm saying? They they they're just taking advantage of uh, the green rush or whatever you want to call it. And, and it's like sometimes I feel like man if New York did come online I, I think we fucking blow Cali out the water anyway because New York does it fucking right when we do it we do it it's just a matter of time sooner or later we're on the same almost uh, line of Meridian that runs from uh, California, Northern California we're almost on the same level New York and California you know so they're supposedly if if their tevoir is that good then our tevoir is even better because we're on the same fucking line I mean you know They say, oh, Humboldt is so good to grow and blah, blah, blah. You know, give us a chance here. Give New York a chance. Let's see what we could do, you know. I'd love to see what New York can do.
0: Well, hopefully get your chance, but I'm telling you, I would be getting in front of the curve. I would get ahead of the curve right now, even if you only had like a two-by-two, a dedicated closet. I mean, the smell of one plant Ain't gonna get that fucking far out of control. You can provide yourself some fucking medicine, but it isn't even with the lights that are out now. I, again, I could maybe like if it were like fifteen fucking years ago, and we were talking about like throwing up high pressure sodiums and shit, something that you know actually had a decent draw. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, the power company's gonna fucking notice the difference. Hell, a lot of these LEDs anymore, fucking. You wouldn't notice a difference in the build, you know what, what I mean? What lights you, do you run? You're da- what lights? I run, run a bunch of different. I run you, a bunch. Oh, of you don't different. use just
1: uh, P- uh, MH metal highlights and high power sodiums?
0: I've got everything over here, to be honest with you. And, and, and you think LEDs?
1: You, you think LEDs are uh, better? I've just got out of the question.
0: G5s. Yeah. Well, T5s yeah, and fluorescents. T5s, T5s and fluorescents. They
1: grow. They veg lovely under fluorescents. I've seen them. They 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 do very nice under fluorescents.
0: They, they, well, these are LED T5s. To be honest with you, I've switched them over. But yeah, I use HPS. Uh, there's 4K of HPS right there. One thousand, two thousand, three thousand, wow. four thousand.
1: Now, now that's generating then, a lot yeah, of heat I mean, right there.
0: The, the behind me there's you know fucking 16 feet or so there of fucking leds and then there's some more leds that run around the corner wow you you, the LEDs, the of... yeah, you you run that in the summer yeah you run that in the summer
1: really what what, yeah. what kind of air conditioner do you run I don't you don't
0: I don't
1: <laughs> how do you ventilate that heat from four thousand watts in well, the summer
0: in the winter months. With it. Yeah, in, the winter, in the winter I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, in the winter I'm sure it's fine, but the summer house, I actually heat the house with it. I actually heat the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Summer months, I go, I, at summer months, I go I summer months I go I run at night, which uh, here in northern Michigan, the nights are like 55-60 degrees. It's an actual summer night up here. So all of the heat goes through all this, it goes through a filter. It goes through all 4K, and it goes right out the roof. It actually goes out my roof. And, you know, because it's coming out the peak of my roof, you know, it's, you know, 25, 30 feet oh, yeah. up in the okay. air. So by the time the wind catches it, it carries it, you know, a quarter mile now, down the road. Those- my neighbor's probably getting complained for any smells. <laughs> so then I'm actually, then I'm pulling in uh, cold air from the outside. You know, in in a lung room that's filtered out. So it's dumping in 60 degree nighttime air in here. So I'm exhausting out the heat and I'm pulling in filtered outside air at about 60 degrees. And that's basically what a fucking a window shaker is going to struggle to dump. You know what I mean? Right. Well,
1: in the winter, I could see it. That's a lot of that's a lot of heat you using Jardin tents or Gorilla tents or?
0: No, these said fucking cheapo tents, man.
1: Are they? I gotta grab, are grab my gorilla power
0: pack.
1: These yeah. are eBay tents, do they, man. Do they last? Do they last? They always say they don't last. It's my joint. I dropped it. I was looking for that. Fuck, I've
0: had these these fucking five, six, seven years, couple of them. Easy.
2: Really? You remember? You 160, remember?
0: One hundred sixty I mean, bucks.
1: Do you remember when the 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 um the tents were off gassing because of the poles and they were killing everybody's plants? Do you remember that?
0: Ah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, You was remember that, that deep, right? in mylar. Yeah, it, it was the that poles. The like poles were off. Yeah, they, something was off gassing and cool. gassing Yeah, it was the
1: poles. It was the poles that were off gassing.
0: The polls were off. I there, was too. always under the impression it was the mylar. Eh,
1: maybe I'm wrong. There. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. What do I know? What do well, I know? You right? You be right. Hey, you could
0: very well, well be right, brother.
1: Who? Who knows? <laughs> now, I've been a wee nerd since day one, too. You know, I followed some call all the way to Arizona from from. Actually, not for nothing. He did steal the super soil from Vic High, and he never gave Vic High the the, the credit. He should have got for taking his super soil, first of all. But that's okay. That's neither here nor there. But he went from Canada the Green Avengers, start seeing them advertising high times. Then he come to Oregon with Dave. That guy Dave played the guitar real good. I used to love to hear him play the guitar. You know who I'm talking about, right? And then from yeah, there, we... he was in Northern... Yeah, I followed him through the whole thing. His house burned down and all that shit. I followed I follow him through his divorce. <laughs> followed him to the pool. You know, it, it's sad that uh this guy will. And, you know, I never could stand him from the minute I he came into the picture. I was like, I don't like this guy. You know? My opinion, though.
0: I've gotten so much fucking. I'm kind of glad you brought it up to be honest with Look, I have gotten so much info on it to verify everything I've said. I had I knew firsthand, to be honest, to be truthful with you about it all anyway. And then as of late, some of the people that were even there to confirm everything sub ever even told me to be true. And I honestly think it is in bad taste, to be honest with you. I honestly figure, like, they should, somebody should, I wish somebody would make me this cartoon, because this is what I want to see. I want to fucking see, like, a fucking cartoon of just being like, hey, this is Will, and I'm fucking the rebirth of the dank, and I want to see him, like, fucking pull up, like, a fucking head of, like, subs cool and you know, like him, like stick his fist right in the head and be like, "Hey, I'm so cool!" And we're now doing the fucking dank because that's pretty much what he's, he's doing. He's we're, fu- the we're the dinks. We're the we yeah. yeah, Hello, guys. We're fucking gonna be redoing everything. This is fucking cool. It's fucking not cool. It's I bought cool. his company. Fucking up. leave it alone and and fucking yeah. make his own way.
1: Well, but I don't. I don't- I don't think anybody's really fucking with him like that on on, on any kind of level because I, he's kind of died off to me. I don't see him. I don't, you know, to me. But I never, like I said, I never felt like like he was always like he was trying to steal the
0: company from Sub. And I'm
1: sorry to he say is, uh, this is just from a
0: he's refi- This is just from a point re- of view. Mike, he fired up the channel yesterday. He fired up Sub Cool's channel with it, calling it the rebirth. And he's fucking re-airing some of his videos. And, and like, today was another rebirth video of him fucking narrating and, like, throwing himself in the videos. But he's reusing some cool shit to fucking kind of fucking regenerate things together and shit like that. And why... He's in chat. Fucking... I've seen these comments. He's in chat to people. For one... He he demodded me yesterday out of Sub's chat. He demodded a good friend of his that he had made a mod on his chat. They took away my mod power out of the chat. First thing I said, they were like, fuck him. He's out of here. He knows too much. And then fucking started (laughs) deleting my comments. And then other people fucking that were standing up and saying, we're not standing for this bullshit. he, He was telling them. I own Subcool. I own Subcool. Well, he own owned the business Sub in his cool. name. He owned oh, his a, name. He bought but, it from But him. it's the, it's the wording. It's the wording.
2: He
0: I own Subcool, and I can tell you, I can tell you, Ed, right now, fucking, he them them two ripped him off at the end. They ripped him off, huh. and they tried yeah, you to see that everything everything. I've got fucking texts from him verifying that they fucking ripped him off at the end. I got hey. fucking texts from other people that were saying that fucking the last four days. I got texts today that were there that said that fucking the last four days he was there, they weren't even letting him use the fucking bathroom in his own fucking house. Really? They were making him fucking go down the fucking road to the gas station and use the bathroom. Really? And they were Man. letting him. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, he I've got all kinds of fucking was, texts from it was, them it was in the last busy. few when days. When
1: that kid came on, when, when that kid came on the scene, it was business. And you could tell he was about, like, he was really business, like, in in in, 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 in that disgusting kind of, like, corporate way. Like, I'm business, you know what I'm saying? And I'm buying this, uh, I, I'm I'm buying, you know, we're making a partnership. And, and you know what I'm saying? And when you die, you know, they do all that paperwork and all that shit that, that corporations do, you know what I'm saying? And it's the ugly side of it. Which is sad, and if he treated him like that, that's even sadder, you know what I'm saying, to treat any human being bad. Especially one that brings you something to your table.
0: Well, I'm telling you right now, I've got fucking texts and all kinds of shit to back up everything I'm saying. I'm telling you right now, when he died, they fucking went through his house like they were his next of kin and took his phones and everything he had of fucking value. Because but you didn't they, see that. They, coming. Viewed it, they, they they viewed it as he owed us. Yes. The part of
1: the corporation. The corp Because what, what the way I've seen it is like these two came into the scene, invested money into him because he was for whatever reason having a fallout with his wife and he was like leaving town and he needed money. You know what I'm saying? And they had capital. And he took the you know, when you they take the devil, know you know. Capital.
0: Well, They, they just must have had to fucking pick him up. No, no, they didn't have shit. They had the know-how. So Will had, like, a giving, legal know-how. Before that, before the fire, Will kind of had come in and was flipping seeds for some. Remember? It was Right, East Coast right, Will. right, right, right. And then the yeah, fire yeah, yeah. came, and East Coast Will went over there and just kind of snagged him off the, well, the fucking mountain. And then, then from oh, there on, oh, it was oh, just okay, he was holding yeah, 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 out with yeah. Will. And Will fucking conned him. Basically, uh, in my opinion.
1: Well, yeah. well, you can't be con unless you sell. Now, now, not for nothing. Subcool was a man. He wasn't. He, he right. let himself. Right. He right. let him. He knew what That's he was my getting. Word, to, not he could his. see, but yeah, he could see what he was getting into. He knew what he was getting. He knew you could see what kind of people
0: are. You know when you. Well, when I can tell, tell you this. I can tell you this. Fucking when the day before his days before he left that house, breeding. And moving forth with seeds was the last. With them was the last thing on his fucking mind. That was the last thing it's he seen, was fucking. Bro. I can show. I I showed texts of this just the other night. Now I'm, again, I'm willing to show anybody that wants to know what I know. I'll be happy to fucking provide you with any information you want. To talk about. But I showed a text no, the other it's night it's on air from him that said, "Him or uh, Vicky and Miranda ripped him off." fucking just prior to they fucking he knew about it they were a bunch of scammers he says I live around a bunch of scumbags I fucking hate my life fucking
1: you know, that was like three you know, days before you know, I, I got a question for you about this because this one thing always bothered me and it pissed me off to high health the, the kid that came the, what was the kid who was jacked up and he came to Arizona to make cash for him? What was that kid's name?
0: He used to wear the bandana so over his... He used to wear the bandana over oh, his face. you talking about... You're not talking about Farmer John.
1: Farmer John, right, right, right. When Farmer John came down... Now this is the one question. Is always. Farmer John was on paper when he came from... from where he go? Oregon? Okay. Did he come from Oregon? He was on paper. He was in big trouble. This is a man. How does a man up and leave Oregon and tell his parole officer he's going to another state to make hash? How does that happen?
0: Well, I, I don't, I don't I always felt a little tea. I
1: always felt a little weird about that. I was like, that's so sketch. This guy's on paper. And he's going to another state to make hash. And his parole officer was like, okay. He just got busted for that. As far, and, and firearms. And then, come on. You know what I'm saying? It's just sketch, man. That's really sketchy. It was a real sketchy situation. And then he blew up the place.
0: <laughs> blew up that container in the parking lot there. A lot of people don't know about that. But that's what happened. <laughs> is there the fucking, the container he was working in in that parking lot fucking Yeah, yeah, it was, a,
1: it was a trailer. It was a trailer. They blew up the trailer. Bro, that caused a lot of problems for them. Sub cool. I asked Sub cool because I was, I was like, yo, what the, you know, wh- what happened with this, you know? And he told me that Farmer John blew up the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Farmer John blew, up the, blew
0: trailer, up the trailer. And then, then- he went back. He went to Georgia. No, he went to Georgia after that. Oh, did he? he really farming? Yeah, totally. Farming. How do you
1: do that uh, when you're in trouble in another like state? Yeah, but how do you do that when but you're in
0: trouble? You for the don't same give thing? a shit. Have you never been? In a Come law? on, God damn. Come on, if you're coming for to get him. No, <laughs> hell no! I
2: never <laughs> ran
1: for the law. I settle any beef I have. I settle any beef I have with the law, but. Running, you can't run from the law. Who can run from the law? You're on you. He's on YouTube. How's he running from the law? His parole <laughs> office is going to miss him come Monday.
0: I don't know. You know, I, I think it, it, it. Johnson's. I think he was done pretty much in Washington, Oregon when he came down this way. Well,
1: no, nah, he was still in trouble. He was on paper. I'm telling you, he was on paper. There was no way he was off paper on that. There's no way. No way. And if he were, I mean, but, you know, was, I found it funny, he blew up the trailer. That I found funny. That was entertaining. I'll tell you one thing. Subcool was an entertaining motherfucker, you know? To watch him was like, to wa- it was like watching a train speed down the track, you know? Like, you never knew what was going to happen with Subcool. You just never knew.
0: Oh, I no. I, he was a lot of fun to talk to. He was a lot of fun to talk to. I'll
1: tell you that. I broke his balls a few times. He blocked me, you know, from breaking his balls. But, you know, he always let me back on, though. He always he always let me back on. He, he was cool like that, you know. I mean, he had, some days I guess he was in a bad mood. And I'd be asking certain questions he didn't want to answer. He'd get mad at me, you know. He made his He made his divorce pretty public, too. That was ugly.
0: that's one thing I learned from my friend right there is to leave the baggage at the door. If anything I learned from my buddy was to leave that kind of baggage at the door and you fire up the mic and you fucking, that's, I don't even like to do this to be honest with you, you know, but you know, he's a good friend of mine and it's, it sucks to sit back and watch, you know, what's transpired in the last year. And especially by these fucking fraud coattail motherfuckers, to be honest with you, because if where were they? Okay, business partners, wherever. Where were they when he fucking died? Where were you when he fucking died? As far as I know, even I, I, nobody did a fucking memorial or did anything except me. No, no, I don't think anybody did anything except me. Yeah. What
1: What'd you do for him? He got in touch with me,
0: and I can. They got in touch with me, and I can, again, I've got, I still have, see, that's one thing. They can take his phones, and they can fucking, you know what why I think I don't get a lot of backlash from them? is because they they do have his fucking phones, and they know what the fuck I know. So, <laughs> but I still have fucking, I've got all my shit. They can't delete what I've got. They can delete all of the shit on their end, but they can't delete what i got on my end. I've got to a, basically a copy of everything. But I've got messages from her fucking right after her death, his death. Oh, we want to do something for Sub's birthday. Can you help? And they wanted me to fucking pay for everything. I said, I can't fucking do this right now. <clears throat> well, we want to do something on the 29th. So I fucking, okay, I'll put this out there. I'm going to put it out and advertise it. I said something publicly on Instagram. We're going to have them fucking more on the 29th. They fell through and didn't do shit. They couldn't even fucking at least come on the show or fucking you know, hey, I wanted to have like a smoke out on the 29th. We're just going to get together. We're going to tell everybody fucking come smoke one in memory. It's so cool. We're going to fucking do something for him on his day. Fucking Nope. Couldn't show up. Couldn't show up. They didn't even fucking probably didn't even realize it was his birthday until I fucking did a birthday episode for him and fucking wanted to jump on that bandwagon and wanted me to be a part of that. I said, no, I don't fucking want, I don't, I know you guys. I don't want to be a part of the guy. Then I fucking heard from them again when DOA died. They wanted to fucking all of a sudden do a benefit for fucking DOA. And I'm thinking, where were you when fucking Sub died? You didn't even fucking want to do nothing like that when he died? Now for this guy that you probably don't even fucking know, you want to fucking do a benefit and shit? You know, it would seem like a fucking cheap way to make a quick money grab is what it said. Look like, you know, that's fucking... No, I have no respect for these guys. I fucking... I met Vicki one time. She came here to Michigan when we worked together in fucking uh the Cush, the Cush uh, the the Kush stock there fucking here in Michigan. And all I, got, I got a bad fiber from her the whole time I dealt with her. And all I heard from her was this phrase... And I fucking hate this phrase. And now I'm going to fucking use it on her as soon as this is all said and done. I got you. I got you. That's fucking. That's all I heard that day as I watched her fucking tell lies to people at that booth all day long. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. That Boston fucking I got you fucking I'm supposed to be make you feel good. That, uh, every time because of her, every time I fucking hear that phrase, I got you. I feel like somebody's fucking reaching in my pocket and fucking fucking stealing <laughs> my fucking money. Just because of her yeah. in that phrase. I, she don't she I, never had me. She anything she told me she had got me with, she never lived up to fucking none of it. So Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't like that one. I don't I don't like that saying either. You know what else I don't like when people use the word bread for money. You gotta watch them when they use the word bread for money. That's the one I don't like. But yeah, I, I like I said, they came into the picture. It was so odd how he came and was like so like, you know, like me and Sub are best friends and, you know, like you came out of nowhere. I never even, you know, just came out of nowhere. And, hey, I understand, but, you know, I, I mean, he'll say it's business, you know, and, you know what I'm saying? But he was never your friend then, you know what I'm saying? Because friends are friends and business is business, right? In the end. Your friend, you'd still, you know what I'm saying? You care for your friend. Hearing that they wouldn't let him use the bathroom, I mean, it sickens me. I, I, can I can't believe show that.
0: You text? I can show you text. I can, I, you you know, don't know, show got to show me nothing. Friend, man. I got another friend that wants me to bring on another person and fucking just lay the whole story out. I lay the whole fucking thing out. And I don't know if I want to be. That I don't want to be that fucking show, you know what I mean? It's, I Maybe feel bad. Kind of going on line. about it right now? But uh, you know, <laughs> I am kind of letting the ball fly. I guarantee, I have passed a lot of information on today to friends and people <laughs> that wanted to know. And I, I said the other night on the air, on the air, if you want to know, DM me. And anybody that's DM me, I have fucking slid them like a conspiracy theory folder full of fucking shit that fucking proves everything i'm saying i'm yeah, not as well, talking shit i've got fucking shit to back up everything i'm fucking saying no
1: i i don't know them but i i after he had left there i stopped kind of watching him when he will came into the picture i kind of like faded off i didn't watch him that much no more you know i kind of lost interest the way he went it kind of like you know i mean i watched him but i didn't really watch him that close because uh I didn't really it was tough to watch to be honest
2: with yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't
1: really like seeing what was going like I, I said I didn't feel right, like like I said all of a sudden it turned into this big corporate thing and and you know it was you know what I'm saying? It was like a whole different feeling to it. Like everything was a sale and like you said, I got you, you know,
0: and you know what I'm saying? Like it's just said the only thing they're gonna do is fucking destroy the man's legacy. <laughs> they're
1: going to drive it. it into the ground? Well, I, I don't and know them, ad- you know. <laughs> I, I don't know them.
0: I don't know what they're going to do. This is the honest, right. honest the truth. It's, you know, I'm afraid. My my biggest concern is by them relaunching things and possibly putting ads or whatever on it, they are seriously, with YouTube's new guidelines and the way things changing, are going to risk us losing everything we have to remember that's that's my biggest bitch. That's one of my biggest bitches right there. Is by them reactivating the channel and fucking doing whatever they want with it, they could honestly be fucking breaking guidelines now that could lose the channel. We all know Ooh, he pushed we, the limits as it was anyway. You know what I mean? He pushed Did, the he limits uses, as it was anyway. He He's used using Subcool's cool channel? channel.
1: Oh, oh, is yeah. really wow, I didn't and know. And his, his YouTube Instagram. Channel.
0: No, no, he's using his Instagrams and his fucking, and his YouTube channel. Yeah, his YouTube channel, that's the big deal. I mean, how do yeah. you get it, you, you know, that's, you gotta get that
1: password
0: and... He's got that, I told you that, that's what I told you. Yeah, when he's he got he the phone, right. They went I in guess... there and they took his phones. You know, being a business partner is one thing, but to go in and take somebody's personal facts... Their cell phones. Yeah. I know for a fact them the them fucking phones that I talked to on were personal lines. They got I know for a fact they got all that shit. They took all that shit when he died. They've got access to all all the the fucking YouTube channel. They've got access to his Instagrams. What pisses me off the most is he had like I said prior to all this, they have access to the conversations being had and had. You know what I mean? They had kind of access to the conversations that fucking me and you, or you and him had, and everybody else had. It's fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? I couldn't it's, believe it. You know, that should have been, what went to his time. family, his fucking kids.
2: That shit. Yeah. That shit
0: would. He should have went to his kids or his family or something. They went in there and snagged that shit up with the mentality that this is ours. He owes us. He owes us. That's and they're now still progressing think. with the same mentality. He oh, why would he owe? You them know, something? this is my thought. Well, why know, if you re- if he, if he taught you if he taught you anything, then he should have fucking if you know what I mean. If he was any any kind of grower and Subcool taught him anything, he should be able to take that knowledge and fucking go start his own company. He's got a Uh, fucking reputation. Oh, I was part of the day. You should know me from that, my prior project. That's right. He's got to live in the shadow of somebody else. Use fucking, he's not even making fucking his own new content. He's reusing such shit as subs. Just like I said, using it like a puppet. Oh, this is, you know, fucking, I'm going to reshow this just to generate views in fucking whatever. He's not doing it to fucking keep subs in the line. He's trying it's to get money grab. It's flat out it's a sad. fucking money grab.
1: It's sad whenever something like this happens to a person, you know, they're not here to defend themselves. And, and it was sad how Subcool died, you know I mean? It was, when I woke up and found out that he died, I was I was actually like, damn, that's a sign of the times almost, you know, like Subcool was a big part of everything, you know? He pushed the limits, like you said. Yeah really sad what they're doing then
0: uh yeah and then you know the, this is my other this is my other complaint too is you know from what I understand now Vicky is now the head gardener in fucking uh Pheno Hunter Pheno Hunter and, and again I know for a fact when the smoke? when they the raid happened yes I know for a fact, for but she was never a grower. They were never growers. Fucking, uh, I know for a fact that uh, when after the raid happened, okay, when the raid happened, the only one that had a solid library of the gear to produce the gear was Badger. He was the only one left that had copies. Joel had a few fucking pieces of the puzzle. Then Joel killed him off soon after, but fucking there was nothing left in Sub's possession and Sub didn't want anything in his possession because of the lawsuit. So Will and Vicki are start trying to start the company over from packs of seeds and doing pheno hunting and trying to do back crosses and recreate strains. There'll be nothing that they put forth forward on made from any kind of ri- original lineage so they will well, be selling watered like down. watered-down versions. Yeah, watered-down yeah. is the word. Just fucking... Yeah, exactly. It won't be nothing like the originals. It'll be just nope. like we said, like name. I said before, name. using the name on the pack and the name and the fucking that he created to sell something that they created for fucking money and top dollar because it says Subcool's the day. Well, Flat out. Just, wow. just you know and what? It's in you, bad taste. I don't you give you a fuck gotta, who you are. You know, all those of us who loved him will push his memory forward from what he taught us, the sense of community that he gave us, and every fucking thing else. We don't need no coattail fucking chasing motherfuckers to fucking push his name forward, to fucking help remember and sell us some watered down shit and t-shirts to remember the man. We have great memories of the man, and we have fire original genetics that we could pass around amongst ourselves. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. We need it's sad. It's, it, subject, it's sad. Oh. It's sad.
1: Well, that's that's, that's how it myself. goes, man. But but that's how it goes. See what's happening in the subcool. I don't want to end up like that. I, that's what I'm also talking about. The clock. Chasing the clock. You never know when it's going to be your day. You know, he was sick, though. He knew he was sick.
0: He was in gratitude. He was more, I think, moreover, he felt a debt of gratitude for, you know, being pulled off that mountain, you know what I mean? That was a, that's a shitty time to watch your house. I talked to some that night. Oh, yeah. You guys can believe any of this shit. I don't, you know, whatever. I talked to that man that night. Fucking, I talked to him when Will, him, and Will were in fucking Las Vegas. I talked to him when he was at Diego's house. I fucking talked to him all through this shit. Fucking, I think he just felt the debt of the gratitude for fucking Will being there and dragging him out of that house. I mean, it was a crazy time losing everything. I mean, literally everything. Your wife fucking telling you to fuck off on the mountain because basically that's what helped. She left his ass sleeping. (laughs) <laughs> on the fucking hill that was burning. Calling him wow. from another town, get out of there, motherfucker. <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't, uh, he got the fuck out of there, but, you know, it's. Well, that's, it's that's crazy how it is, time. though, man. I mean, You're, that's when you like fucked though. up and you lost everything, you, know, you ain't got a dollar in your pocket, really. you fucking. The Phoenix, uh, he, he. the Phoenix Rising, was actually. Here's another little fun fact for everybody too. Phoenix Rising was actually the secret, which was a tester given out to everybody. But that was the only thing. Remember when he left from remember When he said he there's a fucking bag of seeds in the door of his truck, and that's what he fucking, the only pack of seeds he had uh, when he left there he was auctioning them off there that bag of seeds it was going to be Phoenix Rising it was going to be the rename of the strain but that was really the secret that was the funny thing we always joked about between us is because you know it was the secret that the secret was Phoenix Rising <laughs> but that was a story put forth by uh, Heroes of the Farm there Patrick from Heroes of the Farm that the Phoenix Rising was the secret so that was uh, going to be the flagship strain that was taken off there but uh, for one reason or another he didn't move forward with uh, putting the Phoenix Rising forward but uh, <laughs> yeah crazy times I mean I don't know I just I hope I never have to go through something like that and you know much love for him man uh, I, oh. he kept the positive. you know it's tough I have to through it all, man. It's sometimes as much as he'd get on and vent, man. You know, I, I don't know personally how he dealt with well, it. Well, that's the thing. Not just he- from the shit that, you know, it, the fire, the bullshit he was going through, but to get on air and then fucking have rocks being fucking thrown at you every time you reared your head on a lot of fucking social media. Yeah. What a fucking yeah. trying time, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. He...
1: I tell you, he really, you know, he he did he did do a lot for you know the community itself. You know, I mean, he was the Green Avenger. He was the Green Avenger, literally. You know, it's it's just sad that you know he passed away. Like they, how, how old was? Fifty-eight. He would've been fifty-nine.
0: Fifty-nine
1: years old, <laughs> man. That's it. Yeah, man, I hope I make it longer than that. You never know, though.
2: I
0: know that. He was 10 years older than me. He was 10 years older. Damn, man. Damn, that, that that's terrible, man.
1: And well, you know, stress of life, man, on our bodies now, you know?
0: They want a no, short uh, life anyway. Notorious Nugs, Jill and Soul King, aren't. Together anymore. Soil King is actually now trying to fuck Medicated Amy. You want to get into the deep deep soap opera of it all. Soil King is not going out with Miss Jill well, anymore. Soil King Ms. is Ms. now going Jill out with, with... Medicated Amy, which was Sub's helper there, if you remember. <laughs> he worked right well, down the line. Isn't that weird? How that Ms. works
1: Jill, when they when they left, didn't she go with uh what was that dude's
0: name? Odie Oregon Budman? What? She went. She left with Oregon Budman there. When was yeah, but with him there
1: for a didn't she date Odie? Uh, I'm wrong that she I dated think Odie. So I think I, so.
0: I, if she did, I don't know. Much, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe but, yeah. uh,
1: maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You never know.
0: It could have happened. It could have happened. I don't know, but uh, could have you know, happened. But you, you know, know, I remember it, it was on Bugman There she went to, and he was the one that kind of le- immediately latched out with all the fucking memes. You know, meme after meme after meme. There. Hmm. He was attacking he went down, Yeah, crazy crazy Are you times. Told- but-
1: yeah, when they used to go up to Dave's, it was, I used to like those videos when they would go up to that guy, Dave's place. I used to like oh, those Whedon videos.
0: Oh, was amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I used to like those videos.
0: You know, what's funny is if you go back and watch those videos, there's actually one video where Dave looks right into the camera and blurts out Jill's real name, and somebody kind of says something, and he goes, <laughs> No, nobody know that.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Which it's ju-
0: not Jill I give you that, it's not Jill.
1: Well I don't I don't know it. I don't know. I know his name is Montgomery or something. Monty. Monty, right? Yeah, something like that. Fair, Makes me think of Monty Burns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. yeah. Mr. Burns. Montgomery that was his name so i think mont it's monty his name Monty but
0: definitely ball. you know monty ball
1: look what he, you know look where he was like really one of the first seed sellers to be online and like you know what i'm saying push the envelope like that at the the events and stuff now look at it now everybody's got some seeds
0: to sell. It is Karen. It is Karen, smoking girl. He knows.
2: <laughs>
0: she is really a Karen. That's fucking
1: Didn't he leave yes. some of his stuff with like dark horse genetics or something he said? The, the clone factory in California or something? He left genetics with them for a while or some shit.
0: Um, First, some of it may be kept in like a tissue culture bank. That'd be nice. But I'm telling you, out of words out of his mouth, I can, again, show you in text just after the boss. Badger's the only one that had fucking copies. Mm Live copies. Does,
1: Does Badger make seats?
0: He is uh, doing his own thing. He is doing his own thing. And that's that's because, again, you know, and that that should be a huge red flag. If you, you see all these key players that knew some, you know what I mean, that don't want are just separating themselves, you don't see Badger over there. You don't see Badger talking no. to them. No. You don't see anybody really associating.
1: Well, ba- Badger took him in after the fire for a little while, didn't he? He stayed at Badger's, didn't he?
0: Yeah, some did for a second. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, but, yeah. You know, some stayed at Badger's we're not talking for a little about, while. Like, we're not talking. We're talking about them, though. Well, big. We're talking post down You know, it's you know, it's, he don't see anybody's involvement with them, Basically, no, no, there.
1: Yeah, no, definitely not. Well, no. hey, look, karma always—you know—everything in the dark comes to the light sooner or later. You know, basically,
0: you know, you know I don't—I'm—I'm at, I'm at a loss with this. You know, I—it's up to the Weedner community to ultimately decide. You know, how what's well, the thing? How this is if, handled? If, I mean,
1: do you think? Do you think really the actual customers? Ed- are going to be interested you think people are going to be interested in buying those wares i don't think so
0: well see here's the problem and this is it's it's a problem i have seen a lot of dms today that uh you know are basically you oh samsung pork chop i sent you dms you need to uh check your i because of your video i seen the other day I actually sent you some stuff in your DMs. You need to check your uh you need to check your DMs from me on Instagram. Samska Porkchop. He made a video like the next day after I fucking said a bunch of shit. Basically saying a lot of the same shit, but I sent him evidence of everything he said. And now he I looked today to see if he fucking looked and he hadn't even seen it yet. But he's one of the guys that I did, you know. He he was already saying what a lot was shit was true, but I sent him evidence to back it up. To and and uh, Sam Scott, if you want more, I'll be happy to provide you any more that you want fucking to know. So it's uh yeah, it's I I totally got sidetracked on what I was saying when I seen his name there because I was. I, I was sent his video. I was sent his video. Uh, oh, I remember what I was saying. I remember what I was saying. I was sent his video the next day to watch. Somebody sent me his video, and I immediately watched it. What and This is what I'm worried about, and I've got a lot of DMs from this. Unlucky is uh, newer customers, people that, you know, have heard about Subcool either just before the passing or just after the passing. Or fucking people that have fucking just found out about him. I, you know, I there's a lot of people that I know, of. Johnny see people that are new to my community, and have went back and kind of looked into Subcool because of everything I've said about it. You know, kind of went backtracked to see what everything's, you know, see what the the hype's about. You know what I mean? And we'll go back and kind of follow that follow that thinking everything's all good and great i had a bunch of fucking emails today that was like man i'm glad you said something if you wouldn't have said something i would have continued to support that brand and buy those genetics but now that i know you know i know you know i don't want to support somebody like that and you know that's it's i want my friend to be fucking remembered but i don't want his legacy to be watered down or destroyed or what he's left for us to fucking enjoy that youtube channel that fucking that's the other thing too he we almost lost that channel several times back when the lives remember when they actually the channel that's back up now he actually lost because he was doing the lives. And the fucking night did him in, he was like, yeah, fuck YouTube, blah, blah, blah. By the way, YouTube, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not saying it. <laughs> he went out a little tantrum like that. They went down, pulled his channel the very next fucking day. And then we had to wait to get it back up for the longest time. So we're lucky to fucking have it. You know what I mean? We're lucky the fucking channel's there. And YouTube is constantly going back. And throwing strikes on past shit anyway. You know what I mean? I get fucking shit all the time. A video you made six months ago just got a strike. Colors of our new guidelines. But with that being said, anything they do with that channel in the full future, comments being made in the chat, all of it could fucking put that shit in jeopardy to where none of us can go back and enjoy it anymore. Untarnished. You know, they're putting all that shit at risk. They're really putting all that shit at risk. I don't know,
1: man. It's 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 just a shameful situation, and and and, and the worst is to be ripping off people, you know, like that. That's that's you know that's just you know. I mean, word will get around. Word will get around if if you know if it ain't if it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? If word travels fast on the internet, that's for sure. So. You know, I mean things will handle it. So poor
0: chop, you still haven't found it because I'm looking at my account right now. You might have to like look in like request. Yeah, Mr. Greenpot sent me the video. Thank you for the video. You haven't Imagine, maybe look for like uh people like uh messages you have to okay. Because uh, you haven't looked at my messages yet.
1: Imagine if he was still with us today, you know where where he would be today if he was still with us. You know that's the thing. Eventually, he would have probably got out of there and moved on to something else. You know, I wish he had the time.
2: Yeah.
1: You know that's the I I don't like to see anything bad. I I, I empathize with people. You know I don't like to see bad stuff happen to nobody. You know. I always say bad things happen to good people, you know? You know what I'm saying? So that's that's part of life, man. And bad things happen to good people. So, you know, you you can't go blaming, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit on people because, like I said, bad things happen to good
0: people. You know, one day you you wake up, you know, some. That's all I'm hoping for right now at this moment, to be honest huh. with you, is some kind of fucking karma, man.
1: Well, come on, that's 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 for so. sure. That's that's for sure. That that's no ifs ands or buts about that in life. Karma is a bitch, and, and we all we all have it, you know. So. Subcooled energy still exists, you know what I'm saying, and that energy is here, you keep it alive, you know what I'm saying, and, and that energy that you keep alive is it, 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 karma, you know what I'm saying,
0: it's the way it works. Well, you know, that's the thing, too, you know, it's I've walked a fine line with that, you know, you notice there in the there's been portions through this where I talk about my friend a lot and I I cherish all the good times I had with him but there was a time there where I kind of spoke so much about it I was afraid of exactly what Will and Vicky's doing right now I was afraid somebody was going to go oh you're just riding his coattails to fucking get yourself you know whatever forward you must have <clears> been, so I quit. I kind of laid down. I kind of quit. I quieted down about mentioning him as much. But so man, you know, you, he, he's, he's a good friend. I can't help but lay shout out about this. Thing.
1: You, you the, he mentioned. I guess he mentioned you in some of the videos, the Michigan guy, and and that kind of stuff. That was you. He, I guess he. I think I remember him saying Eagle,
2: like uh, yeah,
1: back then. you yeah. you were, were do you were with them? You know, doing things. And I remember mentioning you, and I never realized, like, man, Michigan, they're doing things in Michigan now, too. Like, I was jealous because that's not too far from New York, Michigan. That's why I remember him talking about it. You know, he had a good thing going
0: with you at the time, I think. Well, hell, you can go back, and there's, like, he did a a radio interview, like, seven years ago, something like that with, uh, I forget the gentleman's name. I actually been wanting to look it up. But uh, there's an Australian uh, cannabis show podcast. Uh, I forget the name of it. And Sub was on over there. And he mentions me way, way, way back in then being one of his best testers running a lot of his strains. He's like, he's actually run just as much or if not more than I have back then. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, I just Again, I don't feel like I have to fill in the blanks here. You know, I somebody said something in, um, one, one day in uh, another post by somebody else. Who is he? Blah, blah, blah. I was going to respond to that, but I, I don't have to. Why should I have to fucking throw a book under somebody's face from all my memories just to fucking justify, make them feel better about their... <laughs> You know what I mean? Their doubts or whatever. I I don't I don't feel like I have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Either what I basically told people then is if you didn't know then you weren't there, What out. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. Then. No. That's what I said.
1: And all you could do is remember like you know what I'm saying you had a lot of good times you said you talked to them all the time and that's what counts you know that's that's what counts why you're here is you put in that effort with the people you care about you know that's what you're supposed to do you know and it's hard to to watch you know things that you don't agree with go on afterwards but that my friend is life and it really is a, leaves a bad taste in your mouth you know but That's the way people are, you know? Humans, that's human nature. It's like, it's disgusting to say, but... People are... Very... Like, you know, like... If you hit the lotto tomorrow, right? If you hit the lotto tomorrow, you'd have to move. Because everybody... Would be after you. You know, everybody would need something. You know? So... I mean, you can only do so much. for... You can only do so much. You know, you can't save the world. You know, the cops can't rid the world of drugs, and they're not going to be able to when they arrest some guy dealing on the corner. That's not going to. That's not realistic. You know. And like I said, it, it sucks that they're they're using business tactics to do what they're doing. It's really it's unsavory to do, and it's just the the nature of the beast, more or less. You know, I'm I'm like I said, I'm sure Subcool knew what he was involved with. I'm sure he went in wide eyes open,
0: you know. All right, all right. You know, and talking uh, to uh Sam. And, and, you know, I I can't he believe caught my messages.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I can't believe that. It's 58 is so young, man. That is like. But he had that COPD, right? He had COPD or something, he said, and some other thing. He was getting oh, them, them shots. What was it, $3,000 a it shot or one. something he was getting?
0: It was a lot. The, them trans, uh, transfusions were quite a bit. I think those bags were right. like 10 Gs a bag something. Yeah, like something.
1: That. They were expensive. He said, yeah, they were a lot of money. It's expensive to have to keep, and they had to keep up with it. That's crazy. That's just crazy, you know, to have to need that. He needed it to live. He needed it. He said the Arizona air had helped him, though. Didn't he say that the dry desert air was better for him? I think that's what he said.
0: Sorry, I was reading... Uh... That yeah no Sam, doubt Sam support chat Sam support chat no, finally I, answered Mike I'm actually just like giving him enough to write The book on the subject. <laughs> I, like I said, you wanna know I fucking you wanna put it out there fucking help to write this wrong man. I got Oh well, you're you're
2: me? you're
1: just a true friend. You're a true friend of his and like I said, It leaves a bad taste in your mouth to see what
2: they're
0: doing to his name. It hurts I wouldn't you know? do that. I, I could, you know, I'd do this. I'm I'm saying this right now because I hope somebody would do the fucking same thing for me. The same thing were to happen and fucking, I mean, fucking. Yeah, I would hope somebody would do the same fucking thing for me, to be honest with you. <laughs> I would only hope. I could only hope.
1: Smiley would. He seems like a very good friend of yours. Smiley seems like a very good friend of yours. As a matter of fact, he was very nice to meet. He's very, very nice to meet Smiley. Smiley's very He seems like a very good friend of yours. He seems like he's there for you a lot. It seems like, I, I see
0: you and him, you know? You know, I, I met Smiley like a year ago. It'd be oh, yeah? over a year ago now. Yeah. And it was just a fucking excellent meet. It was kind of like fate, to be honest with you, I guess. Just happened to cross paths at a Christmas party at uh, Vehicle City. We got talking and uh, basically about the show, the Michigan Bros Grow Show.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, I watched that. Yeah, you
0: know. Well, I was on that, you know, for the first 42 episodes of that. I helped kind of get things going over there before Yeah, I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Watch any of the first 42 episodes. Actually, the second episode in their podcast is about me. I was supposed to be the first spotlight and I kind of dragged my feet and they slid abolished in there but I was supposed to be the first guest on that and I hung around and helped get things going and helped get them land some guests for them over there and I wrote it out to episode 42 and that's when I jumped off and started doing this but uh I forgot where I was going with it, so. uh yeah the, forgot, we're talking 20. about the
1: mission Smiley we're talking about Smiley you met Smiley oh yeah yeah okay it.
0: Yeah, I, I fucking, uh, he had said something about me on the show there. We got talking about that. He was starting to, uh, a little bit, uh, working with Abolish and the Frugal Force. And we got looking at his garden that night and a fucking uh, got, just got talking about that, smoked down. And that was the last I seen from him. And this, this is kind of a funny story, Unlucky. This is honestly... This is honestly how this played out. So I fucking hung out with him that night. They fucking Christmas in Vehicle City, smoked down for a few minutes, met him in uh, C.J. Apple. I met C.J. Apple that night as well. Two cool cats, got smoked down, two cool stories. C.J. is a great guy with a cool story as well. I've been trying to get him on forever. So I didn't fucking see Smiley forever, and then I kind of got him he was doing a little bit of on the Frugal Force. And I thought, man, he'd be a good guest. So I invited him on the show, and I actually didn't even, I totally brain farted about the whole fucking thing. beating him back then. And so, I, we, we, I'm doing, he's like episode six, something like that. He's early on in this. And I'm sitting there talking to him, and in, right in the middle of the episode, I look at him, I'm like, didn't I fucking meet you, you know, in <laughs> the City a couple of months ago at Christmas? And he kind of looks at me like, "Yeah, you fucking high on." <laughs> and, uh,
2: That's
0: great. But he's been, he's been around and uh, been a part of this ever since. And you know, I've been very grateful. Talk about a lucky find, and you know, a friend, man. I appreciate everything. He's been a great ass to the show. There you go. Yeah, I would definitely, definitely consider him to be a friend, for sure. I would, too.
1: I, the way I see it from my, you know, this is only from my point of view. I'm new around here, really. And, you know, what I've seen when I come in, like I said, he treated me very nice. He was very, very nice to me. And uh, that's probably the reason I even stayed and came back, because he was so nice to me, you know. And then, uh, you know. I just thought you guys I thought you guys were friends forever, to be honest with you. Oh no.
2: You know, I, I, I thought he was I like mean, your
1: friend like I thought childhood friends I figured. That's what I figured. I mean that's just my opinion,
0: but I, I didn't know that's, that no, for you. That's just genuinely smiley. That is you know, that's you know, that's not no T V bullshit, that's not online bullshit. That's the gentleman that when you meet him, that's that's smiley. You know what I mean? That's he, that isn't a persona that he's portraying, you know, when he gets on here or nothing like that. That's the dude I met. That's the dude I met in fucking in Vehicle City. He's, right. He's a genuine dude right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, great dude. Nothing but props for Smiley, man. But nothing but an asset as far as a friend.
1: I, 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 uh, I, I meant to, I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring Smiley up. That's why I just, when I remembered, I brought him up because it was perfect time to say it because, you you know, you like... I really, you know, he's a real, like I said, I, I met him, he was nice. Probably the reason I even stuck around, like I said, you know, was the night I found the channel, I, like I said, I was kind of going through something, you know, and I was, you know, kind of looking for somebody to talk to, like anybody to listen, you know, just a little bullshit, you know, just somebody to listen, you know, and he did. It was kind of nice, you know. Like you always say, what do you say? Uh, what do you, what do you say at the end of your things about, you know, uh, you're living random proof. Random acts
0: of kindness. I am a living proof that random acts of you kindness know? can change yeah. lives, man. Right, right, right. I'm serious about that, you know. Right. I don't like to talk about myself a lot, but as I do, I do let off little pieces here and there. And that's, I can, I'm telling you, that from the bottom of my heart, man, if I wouldn't be here talking to you right now, if it wasn't for... People fucking reaching up every so often, going, "Hey man, you need a fucking hand," and it does. You know? It does change lives. And everybody needs it once in a while, and a lot of us, when we're balled up like that, and I'm, a, I'm again, I'm speaking of nothing but myself here, man. I can be balled up, and I when things are worse for me, I, God, I fucking, I fucking hold my breath and sync basically reaching out for help is probably the biggest character flaw I have. And there's been of a- them moments where I've, there's been that fucking moments in my life where I'm fucking just hold my breath and fucking going down. And there's been people that's fucking reached down and fucking just grabbed and fucking pulled me right back up. You know what I mean? And them are the random acts of kindness that I talked about, that, you know, Sometimes that's it, awesome. We don't even see that's it awesome, coming, really. So.
1: You know, with this pandemic, man. Like I said, I I was happy to come out here because I, I I've been so, you know, I feel like I don't get to socialize at all with anybody. So this seemed like a great idea. It was like, yeah, you know, I, I make some friends, maybe. You know, this may be like the new way of life. I better get used to it. You know. So it was like I you know, don't know, it's just the. This-
0: it's worked like that for all of us, buddy. It really has, man. I get a lot of thanks for doing it, but man, it it's definitely works both ways. It's 20 after, brother. I'm going to at least take a dab with these guys. They want to take a dab. Cheers, everybody.
1: Dad, take-, take one. I smoked my joint already. Oh. Uh, I didn't roll two. I should have rolled two. I didn't think I'd make it through one. I said, ah, I, pro- I probably won't have enough shit to talk about. <laughs> It definitely said. see I, you know I never dabbed before. I never took a dab. And I I don't I'll never take a dab unless it's rosin. I would do that rosin stuff. Some some ice wax I would do, but no none of that BHO for me. That's BHO or
0: No, this is Rosin here. Yeah, yeah. See, particularly round is rosin. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't do that BHO stuff. <laughs>
0: Actually, grabbed me a nice little uh, dab tool today. A little eyeball, a glass eyeball. <laughs> a little corny things to play with. Yeah. Cheers, man. everybody. Thank Cheers. you for ever hanging out and listening to me fucking rant about my friend. Man, it's I hate like being a a negative, kind of shit. But man, it needs to be said. It really it needs wasn't to negative. Be said.
1: It, it wasn't negative, if you ask me. It was more of, a, you know, you're getting something off your chest. You know what I'm saying? This is something, this is how you feel. You know what I'm saying? You're being a these true teeth. friend. And, it, 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 you know, really, in the end, that's what you feel like. You, you feel like, hey, these are my feelings. Are your, they're valid, too, to your feelings.
0: And well, this the is, truth. This is, and the truth. Well, I, this is another thing where I'm fucking frustrated at. Okay. I have uh, tons of stuff that I was given for my friend. And I was hinting to this last night. Okay. I have tons of stuff. fucking I have a, a beautiful jacket that sub gave me as a gift. <laughs> and it's one uh it's the dank fluorescent colors, super warm fucking I love wearing it. I've got hats. I have every, every piece of clothing, which is a lot, some sub- gave to me. I didn't order none of it. He gave to me as a friend, as a rep. So I have all this. I have TJ clothing. I have fucking hats. I have the dank stuff. And a lot of people don't know. And again, I can I have text to back this up. Is I had a lot of hand in fucking swaying today. And you can believe that or not, I don't care. I don't care. But what I'm getting to here is now I've always when I I got all that stuff, the day I got that stuff, I fucking wore that jacket. I still wear that jacket with pride. I well I still wear it. Fucking feel good when I put it on. I do. I feel fucking, especially as when I was a Michigan rep, I'd put that fucker on, and every time I put that on to go out to fucking grocery stores and shit like that to do business, I felt like it was kind of like a fucking uniform, suit of armor. I actually felt, you know, well, it was a gift when I went somewhere. I, I, yeah, it was a gift exactly. It was I a was rep from a friend. From a friend you respected. That's all that you know says it all. You know what so, I'm saying? Somebody but now gives you something. Feeling, this is what I give the feeling I get now, especially after yesterday, after the re fucking birth. I, I now I don't I've looked at that jacket and that hat. I wore the fucking hat today. And I fucking every time I looked in the mirror and I seen the dank on my forehead there. I was honestly just a little bit fucking disgusted about what was going on because now there's a good chance that fucking if this keeps going forward, that it could be misconstrued of me not repping the good memories of my friend, but it could very well be misconstrued as me fucking repping the fucking coattail chasing motherfuckers that are going to water down and ruin his rep. And now I don't even want to wear it. I don't even want to fucking wear it anymore. I, I, believe, I don't even want to you wear know, you know, anymore. Hey, hey, Eagle,
1: did you hear me? You know, and all the time I said, I never talked about the dank. I talked about Subcool, the Green Avenger, you know, TGAC. But I never talked about the dank because, like I said, when he started to go to Arizona, I stopped following him. Like, I kind of didn't like the, the vibe no more of what was going on. I, I watched it kind of on my own, not when it was live no more. You know what I'm saying? All his lives, I kind of stopped watching. Until the end, I started watching him again. We had that, he had the camper at the end. I, I was watching him, you know? But, you know, I kind of didn't stop watching him when uh, when they were involved with him,
0: you know? It's sad. I love wearing that gear, but now I can't fucking... <sighs>
2: No,
1: it changed when he he changed it to the Dank. The Dank. I never liked that that name. I never liked that, you know, they had put that big poster up that they had painted the Dank. You know what I'm talking about? And by the pool, he had that big. I mean, it was nice painting, but I just never liked the Dank. And, you know, as a company name, I never, like I said, I kind of stopped following him at that point.
0: Well, he had already bottled up the fucking kind of terminology throughout the TGA. That's why he kind of wanted to maintain the day. Because it was a have a dang day. He had built a lot around the book, the day. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I remember, I remember he would say it. No, no, I remember his book, and I know he would say it at the end of his
2: videos and shit. But,
1: you know, it was never like when he turned it into a business and he gave up TGA and Subcool and. He started, you know, with all that crap, it just it didn't float right with me. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't float. I don't know. It never sat right with me to dank. I never liked it. I guess it, it was Property you know, like I said, it was a, it a well it was a sign of the change. It was everything was changing.
0: Blocking our people. Who's watching? Every uh well Sharpie just joined us, which was another one of Sub's friends there. And it's oh, yeah. advocate of what's the truth of what's going on right now. Property management's popped in. He said that, uh, that 422 bro was cool. is fucking blocking all our, of our people.
1: <laughs> that that promo was, was super cool. Super cool, man. That was dope. I did like that. I'm not going to lie. I did like that a lot. He said the chlorine was bothering him. He couldn't breathe from the chlorine. So he drained the pool and then they he thought of growing in it. You know, I thought that was a great idea. I was like, wow, that's just dope. You know?
0: Definitely. Definitely. It'd be a different experience to go in there and see that, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Definitely was. He always, I tell you, he was a. Very entertaining man, like I said, you know? Definitely was entertaining. That's why he had the following he had,
0: you know? He had a gift. He did. He did. He, he had a gift. I miss that uh, Well, He obviously, we're still here talking about him like he was here. You know what I mean? <laughs> He, he, well, he—he's never gonna.
1: He'll be remembered forever. He'll be remembered forever. There's no way that he won't be remembered. That's for sure in the community, at least. Not possible.
0: I have my way. <laughs> I had my way. Well, you, you,
1: that's gonna happen. You know, I'm pretty sure that will happen anyway because it's just like I said. He did so much. He was a big part of the California thing in the early days, and you know, he did a lot for the community itself.
0: You know, so. Did a lot for I a mean, lot of people. Man.
1: Everybody my age, all the weed nerds that are our age, are going to remember him. They're all going to remember all the weed nerds that were originally. You know, then there was a lot of people. Considered themselves weedner. I still got the pin on my hat. You know, remember the, the the weed molecule? I got the pin. I got that pin on my hat. I got. I bought it from them Yeah.
0: <laughs> got it tattooed on my arms in the fucking TGA colors, brother. <laughs> that's that's the fucking neon green and royal purple that were the fucking TGA molecule colors. That's yeah. That's the yeah. same colors you'll find on the back right there.
2: Yeah, so,
1: yeah, I, I bought that from, I bought the TGA pin too, I think I have the TGA pin, the hat pin. I think I have that and the molecule I bought from him, you know. That, those are the only stuff I really bought, that's when he had made his uh, his own website, they had opened their website, I bought it from there. It's when he was wearing the hat pins himself. I was a weed nerd, what do you expect? <laughs>
0: I just decided to take the, the pin and take it to a tattoo. <laughs> weird always, weird always. You know, fucking two days after he passed, I went out and got my tattoo, my memorial tattoo, I'll be honest with him. The uh, The dank, the packaging on the dank. I actually, call, I actually got a hold of T-Dog that day and asked him if I could use the image or if he would have a problem with using the, the image because I knew he was the creator. And uh, it's a funny story because when uh, Sub was talking about putting that on the extract packs is when uh, that era is when they were using what's on my leg. And he showed me that design and it was What's on my leg is the, where they took the time clock, and it's kind of half sunk into the ground there. Right, right. He I know that's the one. He, he loved it. I hated it. I'm like, dude, no, <laughs> no, come on, man. It right there it looks like the dink's already half dead. You know what I mean? It wasn't fresh out of the gate from the change. You know, from TGA to the dink and. In my eyes, that already fucking looked like a tombstone where the business was already half dead. You know what I'm saying? It looked like a bad kickoff. And I hated it. I hated that fucking image. But he liked it. He really liked it. And then when he passed, I thought in my head, you know, of all the things that I could fucking uh, have that would remember me by as much as I hated that image, it fit and it remembered, it helped me remember. So I got a hold of the T Dog immediately and asked him if he would have a problem with me getting a, an, that image tattooed on me. And I fucking went out and had it tattooed two days after he died. It was already on my legs, and remember it's it my friend. That's where it is. You can see it always. fucking. It's funny because I sometimes forget, you know, of course. You know, this i did, this right here I was always a little leery about, and I'm still a little leery about because it's under the arm and, you know, you don't see it a lot, but it, people do catch it. and They'll be like, well, what's that molecule? Ah, it's a THC molecule. You're a fucking weed nerd. And then I've got the, CB, the CBD on the backside isn't quite so obvious. People don't realize that one as much. But uh, w- when it says straight out weed nerd on your leg, and you're in public, <laughs> time tends to fucking let people know where you're fucking kind of standing there, <laughs> where you're saying some cannabis is. But right here, I'll show you. Right here, I'm by, uh, this leg right let's, here.
2: Yeah, let's see.
0: Right there. This my uh, weed nerd Remember fucking tattoos I get in here and close to the right there. Oh, I
2: see. Yeah, yeah, huh? Come on,
0: lady. That's my member's statue of my brother. Right there. Uh, well, he was, you know, and again, he I know it sounds corny, but man, that dude. I had, he he kind of he was one of those weird cats, man. That uh It was a weird relationship with him, honestly. You know, he actually made me feel like uh, uh, a special, I guess, many a times. You know, fucking let me fucking test seeds for him. You know what I mean? Being called up to just test seeds for him was, you know, in my opinion, I remember that day, man. It was fucking like just before Christmas, one when I initially got the email I was like, "Hey man, you want to fucking be a tester?" And I was like, "No fucking shit, man! This is fucking awesome!" <laughs> and then as they, uh, I slowly was able to access communication with him, you know, every time I got to talk with him, I felt like fucking rock star and shit, man. I fucking talk some cool shit, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, Thought that was fucking cool as shit. And the more I got to talk with him, I did. And that feeling never went away, to be honest with you. That never feeling is as, as much as I did get to talk to him. The feeling that I was lucky enough to just get off the phone and stuff so cool never fucking went away. Never went away. I always felt like a rock star, like I just fucking talked to somebody in Hollywood and shit. Never mm-hmm. went away. Well, he was and, a star uh, in his own right. You know, I got well you know i was lucky enough to get to you know i to get down that level and then once i got to know him as a person and talked to him about what he went through and i'd go through fucking an even bigger pleasure and then you know the moment he asked me did we want to fucking to, to actually be a rep here in michigan for him i turned it down to be initially i was like man got a good thing going, man. I fucking wide business into the mix now. <laughs> Years down the road, usually causes a headache. And it did. To be honest with you. <laughs>
1: Such is life, my friend.
0: That's no... That is no lie. That is no word of a lie. And I, I, I'll complete the story here. So, you know we had our uh, fucking good times and, you know, so many times where, you know, women behind the scenes were, uh, fucking his wife, my wife, throwing just the wrenches at us, and, uh, we'd talk repair stories, and kind of helped to stay sane, you know, a lot of cases. And then business came up, and, uh, It was great. You know, I owe a lot. That's part of the reason why I do fucking, you know, pay thanks to him. Because on top of all those great feelings that he gave me every time I got to talk to him about shit, life, seeds, cannabis. Uh, Every time, like I said, when I put that fucking jacket on and fucking go into a pro store another town. I didn't fucking know anybody, and I could fucking walk through that door like I was somebody. I met a lot of connections. You know what I'm saying? I met a lot of connections through the industry, and he opened up a lot of doors for me. Told people about me, fucking made things possible for me, so I had tons of respect for him like that. And things did get a little squirrely as fucking business went on. There was fucking... You know, fucking money that fucking payments that fucking you got money, blah, blah, blah. It got there into when I checked out as the rep. And it was a little bit of fallout between us. And there's people that uh, that were around at the time know this. And actually, the people that were around me at the time know this to be very true, too. is about my friendship. And how deep my friendship can be when two people, not just um, if I tell you I'm your friend and I fucking look you in the eyes and tell you I got you in your back, I've got your back, even in hard times. And even though, you know, we were fucking had, we weren't talking that much at that point, I had friends come at me and wanted me to work with uh, them in starting my own seed adventure start doing a little breeding on the side, start selling other people's seeds as well. And I told them, no, I will not do that. I'm not going to fucking be another one of them people that fucking use their opportunity of getting to know sub and then turn around and start selling seeds, my own seeds and whatever. I said, that's disrespectful. I mean, I won't, I'm not going to do that to myself. I'm mad at sub, but I'm not that mad at sub. And I'm not ready to burn that bridge, and I never did went down that road. And people can tell you this: people around me that were around this venture and wanted me to start do this venture will tell you exactly this is 100 true. That I, you know, I wasn't going to disrespect my friend. So months went by, and this is this is leading up to his death. You know, this is this is September of 19, and. Things were getting hard. He had just gotten busted shortly thereafter, and I couldn't carry no hard feelings with him anymore. You know, I I, I very quickly buried whatever bad feelings I had with him and hatched rehatched my friendship with him. And we were talking all the way to the end. There, he in December, he wanted me. This is where again, where my fucking. Regrets come in, face on that shield right there, brother. So he asked me to come out in December. Wanted me to come out and talk about him possibly going out to Colorado or uh, Oklahoma, excuse me, and starting over. And I told him at that time, too close to Christmas. I don't have the extra the money. I can't get out there right now. And I'll try to get out there in January. You know, I'll try my best to get out there in January. And January fifteenth, I fucking sent him a text. Man, it don't look like it's gonna happen. I'm gonna have to try to get out there in February. And it wasn't fucking two weeks later; he fucking was gone. And I never got that chance to go out there and fucking hang out with him and discuss what his next move was. And fucking not that it had my any bearing, you know. I what I had. I missed that chance to go out there and talk with my friend and fucking be there for him when in his fucking most shittiest time. I do still to this day kick myself over that, but you know, when his passing, I do still to this day fucking feel the impact of the doors and the weight that he had in my life. You know what I mean? When I started this adventure. And reached out, you know, I had tons of people asking me, you know, how how are you finding all these fucking guests? A lot of people in the beginning was walking how are you? How, how are you able to get all these people? It was all fucking friends, contacts, weed nerds that started this. That's no lie. That's no lie. It was fucking weed nerds that I knew from the community that I fucking I drew from that I thought might want to be a part of this. Liam, Mass, Tao, many others I reached out to. There's many in this chat that, you know, for one reason or another, didn't want to, couldn't, didn't want to be a part of it then. But it's always a chance. I hold no hard feelings. (laughs) But, you know, a lot of the bigger names all do the subgroups. All doors he opened up for me. People that you know he fucking helped me fucking reach out to and before he died, you know what I mean. And that's why you know I try to fucking say things. If you watch any portion of this in the last year, I always say good things. You never know when the fucking times are gonna come when you're not gonna be able to say things. You know, say it now while you have the chance. You know, tomorrow, we're, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Nope. <laughs> Not one of us are guaranteed tomorrow.
1: Nope. <laughs> That's the guarantee. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. You, you know, you're lucky. You're lucky to get up in the morning. You know, look at some cool, it's 58, you told me. Every time you, you know, 58, that's so young. I'm hoping to make it past 58.
0: (laughs) My personal genetics, my personal genetics, my mom was dead at 47 from pharma overdose. Her liver, I had to pull the plug on her because fucking... She fucking went and fucking was lost in a fucking drug frenzy at her boyfriend's house. Her boyfriend let her sit in a fucking drug-infested coma where she overdosed and fucking liked it and sat in a toxic coma puking on herself. While he thought she was sick, he left her in a bed for fucking a week while her liver shut down, pumped toxins through her body and her brain shut. She was in fucking wow. critical condition huh. for a fucking couple of days before I had to pull the plug on her. It was, you know, pharmaceutical drugs are fucking crazy, crazy fucking. I have such a, a bad feeling about that. She died 47. My uh, my biological father that I, was, I didn't get to know for 10, 15 years, and I let grudges come between us. There was words. There was words between me and my mother before she died that I can never. I'll never be able to make amends with what happened. I find my biological father. I let bullshit that he said come between us, and I never got to make amends with him. He died at fifty-six. The man that raised me. That uh, I have every bit of I owe a lot to who I am to died fifty eight. <laughs> you know, my grandma all a lot of my bloodline for one reason, and other aunts and uncles you're gonna do drugs, better than that though. But you shooting to do you know, better than that. Every time I, I think about all that shit I I I think I'm lucky every day that I'm, you know, fucking We are bracing the, the truth racing the clock every day man it's the clock
1: there's the clock hey look you know we're we're here for as long as god wants us we can't change that you
0: know that's when we only you know i've realized the last couple years brother it's when i tell you that you know you the passion thing you know, do i've I've seen, we've had a lot of similarities here. And, you know, I've seen, I've, I've made a choice a few years ago after a, one of these uh, hero doses that we were talking about. Yeah, right. Kind of right. And I'm serious. I'm serious. Everything changed after that. And I realized, you know, fucking exactly what we're saying. Life's too short. You know, fucking everything that I have to do after this point has to be a passion project. It has to be. A good way to look at things. I am just burning my soul out about. I told you know uh, friends of mine that years ago that I seen having problems in their marriage and everything mm-hmm. else. Brother, you got a lot on your plate right now. And fucking anything that isn't feeding your soul right now, you need to fucking clear off that plate. Certain joy in life. Your soul is the only thing that you can take with you. None of these material things don't mean shit. Just right. fucking don't mean shit. So, That's if you're really not right. doing things that you're passionate about that make you feel good every day, we're wasting time, man. That's why I'm you know, so passionate about wanting to see you get them pants in there, brother. I know for a <laughs> fact how these things change my life. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here telling you, I know how these this thing, this planet has changed my life. And I see the similarities in you, my friend. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. You can fucking, I I would love to see you fucking do the same thing I do. You know what I mean? Because I know that it can, I've seen how passionate it was when you said (laughs) that how you were talking, when you were talking about how the plants helped you through your life. You know, when you're able to achieve the next level, and I'm telling you right now, once you sit there, watch this thing grow, you think this plant's changed your life now with just using it? I'm telling you right now, you haven't scratched the surface, probably. Because when you start cultivating this, it gives you a whole new respect for the plant. It gives you a whole new feeling about the way you it it may it does. It makes you an advocate. It really does. There's just something about this plant. I mean, oh, and I don't an mean to sound now. all hippy dippy about it, but man, there's something about this plant that draws you in. And it, again, I'm telling you right now, I don't know anybody they can walk into a fucking room, one of these rooms or girl rooms, with a kind of an attitude and an anger. It doesn't happen. It the fucking the plant will literally suck that entirety out of you in minutes. Yeah, anxiety I, mean, I don't know on. how many times I've uh, fucking been twisted, twisted to the max where I can't even fucking think, can't even decide on what I wanna do next. And I come in here and just kinda look at it, the fucking plant and just fucking it just you can feel it all just fucking from just kind of slowly just, and then you just kind of like focus and it just kind of lets you level head and gives you a chance to breathe for a second
1: well what's what's the laws in michigan what's you. what's the what's the law in michigan like uh, i mean just i i don't know what the law is there
0: in michigan It's free now. I mean, I'm back when I started, there was a lot of penalty, but now a medical patient here can have 12 plants. There's fucking, they can have whatever they need to get by, they have access to any kind of cannabis that they need. You're able to have 2.5 ounces and you can travel with it. You can have it, you can, yeah. I mean, you can go to the grocery store with two and a half ounces. To be back honest, to New York, yeah. And then on top of York's that, week. you could have 12 on top of that rack. In a different – you could have two different – you could have 12 for your medical, and you could have 12 just because you like to smoke pot here in Michigan. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty liberal here, for sure.
1: And hey, man, but, I wish New York uh, would uh... – change its stance, you know. I don't know why they have such a hard stance on it. I don't don't make no sense no more. Morning. This Something day and age.
0: Hey, well wow. but uh yeah
1: it don't make no sense. <laughs> Who knows? Hopefully I'll live long enough to see that change, you know. That's the whole idea of it.
0: Uh. I hope so, too, brother. I hope so, too. I
2: uh, hope we all do. We Everybody need should.
0: to talk off, off air, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so how are you getting in there, brother? That was a pretty heavy yawn. <laughs> that was a pretty heavy yawn. Uh, doing all right, my friend? You ain't got to go to the gauntlet. You always go to the rabbit hole. You don't feel like you have to go. It's been an amazing night, man I've had a lot of fun talking with you For not you know, a whole talks. lot of girl involved we Definitely had a great uh, well, conversation man. Great story.
1: Nice to have, uh, be well-rounded And everything, no? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes a yeah. change of pace Is always a uh, breath of fresh air
0: Well, and most importantly You know, like I told you Christmas Eve you know, you you bought the community another night to hang out and got to hear a fucking fascinating story from somebody that we get to hang out with night after night. And moreover, you move, you earned your, you earned your fucking code tonight, man. Yeah. Anytime you want to come out and hang out, you got your rabbit hole numbers now, man. The number is always the same from now on. That is the number. Anytime you want to come rabbit hole and fucking hang out and smoke, man. Greatly appreciated it, you know. I'm glad you did this because I had a lot of fun with you on Christmas, man. That's for sure. Yeah. I was I hope yeah. I was you know, hoping that you and Andy came up amongst others. Wink, wink, wink to the rest of you guys that fucking came on and fucking 420 <laughs> still haven't done their episode. Man, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys. So I'm glad. I'm glad you come on, and you know, paid your dues to the community, and uh can come hang out any fucking time you want. No, man, right? that's great. <laughs> it's gonna be a pleasure that's, to see you more often. That's that's definitely you
1: know, because I'm gonna drop in. Believe me, you're gonna see you're gonna see me because, like I said, uh you got we're a big help. Just you know, now I can get to talk to everybody. I could be a more part of everything, you know, and. Uh, you know, I I I like I said, I wanted to be a part of a you know, a community, something that stands for something, you know, and this is this is something that stands for something. This is for the good. And and I wanna be a part of that. I definitely wanna be a part of that. I'm glad you know? to have
0: you a part of it,
1: man. I'm glad to be a no, part I of it. I you recognize know? good Thank when you. I
0: seen it, man. And I'm i tell telling you, I recognize good when I seen it. And that was, man. You and Andy Man were fun to hang out with. That was genuinely... I was like, man, I hope these guys really do come back and do the episode, and yeah, yeah, I, I understand you had some reservations for coming on, a good reason, but you did it, man, I'm fucking so glad you did, man, fucking awesome guy, for sure. Yeah,
1: I had some stage fright, definitely, definitely had some stage fright prior to this, you know, Uh had my uh, doubts about coming on and telling my story and airing some shit out, you know, and. But, you know, it's it's whatever, you know. Uh, you know, life is life, man. It's going to, you know, I might as well do it while I can. That's the way I figure it. Only, you only get this chance once, Mike. I said, you know, take it. Be lucky. I said, not unlucky.
0: Right, <laughs> right, on, right on, man. That's awesome, man. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong about with telling us about, you know, showing our colors, man. It's who we are. You know? That's the way I see it. Love us for who we are or fucking don't love us, but man. It moreover, it gives us a chance to fucking appreciate you for exactly who you are. Appreciate me for who I am, man. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, no, it was definitely a good episode, you know, it worked out nice. And, uh, I can't thank you enough. You know, before you go, I got to get your sound soundbite as well, too. Uh, well,
1: yeah, I, I've been preparing for this. Uh, what, what, what number are we?
0: We are, I, I actually got to look. I'm pretty sure we're 297, but I got to check. 297. 297. 297? Let me get the recording. Yes, sir. Here we go. We are recording.
1: And I'm on talking mad shit. With Eagle tonight, it's two ninety seven, and I'm talking mad shit with Eagle. Eagle Gardens one. Thank that, you, that my work? friend. That that work? That did, works I, did, I, did it work
2: out? Ching.
1: That cha Ching ching.
2: Bingo First baby, try. bingo.
1: <laughs> bingo. I told you I was practicing. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> I said I'm gonna get it right the first time. I said no tongue twist, no t- no tongue twister for me.
0: You know, make it's it funny. I always think it's funny when people say they get nervous. I get just as nervous to talk to you guys as you guys are to me. You know what I mean? It works both ways. I you know in your case is just as much as mine. I don't. Guys like yourself, I there's nothing I I can do to research. You know what I mean? So I'm just as nervous to do these things as you guys are. You know, I have no idea where the way these things are going. No, so you got no idea what you're way. getting into. You got
1: no idea what you're getting into with some people. You never know.
0: I can only. I've only. I've been. <laughs> I have been very. I have been very lucky nobody has just came on and was like,
2: fuck you, you're an asshole.
0: (laughs) It's been lucky enough. It's been great people, 297 great people so far.
1: (laughs) What what are you smoking on tonight? I didn't get that out of you. What did
0: you smoke on tonight? I am smoking on, I forgot the fuck I am smoking on. Um, Oh, it's the Garlic Smash. Garlic Smash is what I'm smoking on. Night. I had a little bag in front of me. I fucking just had to do it um, yeah, it's a garlic smash. Good stuff. I, go I had along. bought some.
2: Uh,
1: I bought some Duke Diamond local skunk.
0: That's what I had tonight.
1: It was good. Sounds I must good. say it was good. It was up there, Mister yeah. Duke Diamond. And he I he can't... he's a friend of the subs. He was a friend of the subs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a badass. In my opinion, he's a badass. I, I, he's, he's one of jail. them cats that is genuine. Yeah,
1: yeah he's in jail. He's yeah. in jail right now. Unfortunately for him, I feel bad for him. You know, nobody should be in jail for a gun possession.
0: No. But, you know, the, when, he is too, man. It's, I always like to uh, interactions with dude because he is just a fucking genuine dude right there. When he's, when I talked about what you see is what you get and uh, he's that dude right there pretty cool yeah
1: he was doing some good things too and for an unfortunate break you know i don't know the whole extent of everything but it's an unfortunate break well,
2: yeah, you know nobody no
1: soon. nobody wants to go against the law i'm telling you nobody wants to be it's a terrible position to be in man you know it's just it weighs down on you, man. It really does.
0: It does. I you know, be in that spot as well.
1: Well, hopefully uh, he'll get out would. soon, and he'll, he'll, put it in his rearview mirror, and you know, keep it moving. You know, that's all you can do. You know, hopefully for him, he'll get out soon enough to put him out on parole or something. What what state is he in? Uh, well,
0: I'm not for sure there, brother. I, one, I'm not Colorado, sure. I'm not sure okay. where it
1: happened either. I'm not sure where it happened either. I don't know. All I know is a terrible I thing. Say man, you know. That, that's the whole he's he's a felon probably it's probably his felony was because of weed, you know? which then excludes anybody from having, you know, a firearm cuz you got a felony and blah 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 and you know how the whole song goes. shitty break man, just shitty break. another another good person that's caught up in bullshit, you know. there's the good the good people months, have like... there's the good people have bad shit happen to them, you know.
0: Never been able to figure that out, but it does. It happens. Yeah, that's that's the argument, karma, right there. That's the argument to karma. How's it happen?
2: Definitely.
1: But life will go on for him. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, like I said, he'll get out and he'll move on from that. You know, life always goes on with or without us. So make it good while you're with, you know, right? While you're above the ground, make it a good one.
0: Always make it a good one. Try at least, you know. So I think we're gonna wrap this one up. And get into the rabbit hole. What do you think? All right. You gonna come back for the hole, or are we gonna? Uh, call I don't, it don't know if night. I get uh, a
1: no, no, I don't know if I can figure it out twice, but I'll definitely try. I'll definitely give it a try. This is the rabbit hole after this. I call back on the rabbit hole. Yeah. I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, what am I yeah. doing? What am I doing? I'll get a drink. I'll grab a brownie, and then I'll I'll be back.
0: <laughs> I'll be back. That's basically what I'm going to do, too, man. I'm going to stretch. We'll go, I'm going to figure about ten minutes. I'll be back about quarter after three. To uh, be in time for the next twenty, the dead twenty. So thank you very much, unlucky one nine eight ninety six or Mike Bunda as you see on the screen. Thank you yeah, guys for tuning in. It's been one great episode. Thank you, you guys. Hopefully, we'll join it. The rabbit hole here in a few minutes but if not thank you very much for hanging out with us you guys know the deal random acts of kindness do save lives please take a minute do something nice for somebody we are out